Hey, everybody. <laughs> this is the first time we're doing this introduction. Yep. Uh, Cody is a big fan, really big fan of the band Seven Seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he put his loop on Seven Seconds and it mm-hmm. just recorded over everything he said. Yep. Uh, and I, I wonder, Cody and I are going to go see Blink-182 tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if Tom is going to use the guitar that has a seven second sticker on it. Oh, probably. Mm-hmm. It's weird. So, you know, like when there's like signature guitars and they kind of like create mm-hmm. the, the guitars for these dudes and yeah. like they have the stickers on them and everything. I mm-hmm. wonder how that works. Like, are they creating new seven second stickers just to put on the guitar? Are they like getting them <laughs> from the band? Has yeah. Does Tom have a bunch saved? I mean... I don't. I have like every punk sticker I've ever got sure, saved yeah, I because have. I've never. I've been. They've been too precious to put on anything. So maybe exactly. he, maybe he does have a stack of seven second stickers. Maybe he does, or maybe it's just like printed out. Like they they print out what the guitar looks like, and then they do like a lacquer over oh, it. Oh, like it's like just one big sticker that has all the stickers on it. Yeah. Oh, man, I wonder that, if it's like that. That'd be so disappointing. Yeah, I don't think so though because I think I saw an Instagram post of him like Mm -hmm. being like getting ready for tour and putting the same stickers on his guitar and it was like Uh, seven seconds in the queers or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got like a deal with those with those bands or something. Yeah. Interesting. Do you know one of the first things I bought on eBay was a seven second sticker? Nice. Yeah. Was it? (laughs) Was it? Just because you like the band? Was it because you yeah. wanted to put it on your guitar? Uh, it might have been on my guitar. It also might be in my bag of stickers, like sitting out in mm. the box where I have a bunch of shit that I'm never going to get rid of for no reason. Yeah. Mm, I it might have been on my guitar, or it might have been on my, my first guitar case, like my first hard guitar case, you know? I oh, put a bunch yeah. of stickers on that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. It may have, it may be long gone, because I took all the stickers off of that, that guitar. I remember that. My old squire. It felt sad, but also... It did feel a little sad. I kept a couple on there. Maybe necessary, yeah. Yeah. I Just, I got, I got kind of over the stickers all over everything. Yeah, when you're like a teen and you get your guitar mm-hmm. and you want to play punk, it's like your first impulse is to cover that in stickers, yeah. right? And it's like... I imagine, I'm not saying you did this, but I, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's plenty of kids out there that just like any sticker they could get, whether they heard the band, whether they liked the band, that's going oh, on the yeah. guitar. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, back in the day, I would totally, this is this is a little bit embarrassing thing to admit, but I, I'm in a safe space. I would totally <laughs> like see a shirt that I liked or a sticker or usually it was like a shirt, I think, but, mm-hmm. and I would buy i'd make sure to buy the band cd before and then order the shirt and so then it was like at least i had the album Mm. it was like i was it was kind of like i'm gonna like this band no matter what because i want to wear this shirt sure sure, and i don't think it ever really backfired on me except for maybe against all authority i didn't love them that much but Mm. i really loved that that against all authority shirt i had with that sick triple anarchy sign logo yeah Yeah. they got the cease and desist for oh right from the american automobile association (laughs) exactly pretty punk Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i don't remember you having that shirt but that's cool 
Yeah, it was it was not the one that everybody had. It was mm-hmm. or not, I shouldn't say everybody. It wasn't the one that one of our friends had. It was a di- <laughs> it was a different one. And it wasn't oh, the album okay. cover. It was like a guy looking back it's weird that I had it. It was like a guy with a gun. It was like a looked like a militia member or something. Uh-huh. Like the message I feel like it was sending was like I don't know, like assassination, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I, I should, I should see if I still. I have a box of punk shirts up in the attic. Oh, do you? I don't think I ever have really gotten rid of any. So it's that's pro- cool. It's probably up there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's now. It's finally starting to come to fruition when I see like those shirts on Depop mm-hmm. or whatever selling mm-hmm. for like you know a ton of money. Um. So one yeah. day I'll pull them down and I'll sell them because that's the whole reason I convince myself to keep them anyways. It's like, yeah. oh, it will be worth money someday. I wish I still had a lot of my shirts, especially from high school, because like I would buy shirts that were too big for me because mm-hmm. I was like a skinny little ass, you know, and I yeah. should have been wearing probably a smaller medium, but I would buy like an extra mm-hmm. large and that would totally fit me now. Yeah. Like legit when- fit me. When you should have been wearing a small, you wore an extra large. When you should have been wearing a medium, you wore a small. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, now that you're a large, you wish you had the those those extra larges back. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's cool. You kept your shirts. That's I should have done that. Yeah, I mean, I keep everything, and it's not really a good necessarily a good thing but th- that's the one thing like, I don't mm-hmm. really feel shame about <laughs> yeah 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 like I also have a box full of like articles of bands that I liked or whatever oh like, that's cool too not a box but like a bin and that yeah. seems a little silly because I'm never going to go back and read that stuff and it's all online probably at this yeah. point so I what's still have the point? a little box of your flyers too yeah I've got that flyers I'm to and yeah oh that's right yeah yeah. Uh, sorry, I haven't given those back to you yet. <laughs> oh, I totally forgot. It's cool. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're going to talk about Turnstile, a band that we're going to see tomorrow. Yeah. Open for Blink-182. So we we were starting to talk about this when we realized the recording stuff was messed up. Cody is a little disappointed because he's already looked at the set lists of what they've been playing. Yeah, both Turnstile and Blink. Oh, bummer. Yeah. Uh, Blink, not as much. Turnstile plays the same set every night, which I understand because uh, they're like opening for this band and they probably mm-hmm. want to keep it super tight and like, uh, you know, not throw any curveballs into anything. Yeah. Um, but it made it kind of easy. Uh, when I was making this playlist, I made sure to pick. It ended up being three songs that they're going to be playing mm-hmm. tomorrow. Um, I guess I can talk more about playlist construction when yeah. we get there. But, um, but yeah, I was just saying, like, it sucks not being surprised anymore about like, yeah. what, what songs they're, they're going to be playing. But um, I think I've forgotten kind of most of what Blink, like, not most of, but a lot of the Blink stuff. So maybe I'll still be caught off guard. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm sure there's going to be songs that I only kind of recognize uh, that they play, especially from Blink One Fifty Five days, like yeah, I realized that a lot of their songs I 
like I wouldn't be able to sing along or anything, but I do feel like I know them because I listen to every episode of Blink One Fifty Five, and you hear, you know, you know, I always would listen to the song in preparation for the episode, and then you hear like seventy covers of it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, like by the end of the episode, it's pretty ingrained in your head, at least like mm-hmm. the mel- the melody and whatever. So yeah, um, and yeah, that's really kind of created a weird. Stockholm syndrome, uh, <laughs> no pun intended. No pun intended. Uh, exactly. Of like, you know, oh, maybe I do like this song. I I came away from that podcast realizing that Blink were pretty good at writing songs, um, except for like the you know goofy, stupid ones about poop or whatever. But like, the majority of the songs were actually pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. They just weren't good at playing them. Yeah. Because, um, like, so many of those bedroom covers or, like, mm-hmm. things that were just slightly tweaked here and there when it came to the cover section of that podcast, like... Yeah, yeah. So much of that was just kind of amazing. And, like, the covers people did for the show, too. Yeah. Were just so fucking rad. Totally. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they knew they could write a song and they could, like, you know, create a really good, catchy melody like you know vocal lines and stuff Mm -hmm. um some of the lyrics are like kind of better than i would have given them credit for but Mm -hmm. i would say most of the lyrics are like (laughs) are like you know mid at best but you know or worse um but i don't know they're definitely like a fun band to like sing along to and yeah yeah. around too so it's gonna be fun what do you think the crowd is gonna be like i don't know they're a, a band that spans generations now like my parents know who they are because <laughs> you know i listened to them growing up yeah um they're one of those bands that that's on the same par as like nirvana and green day and stuff that's never they're gonna sell their shirts at kohl's yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's never um, going to go away. Yeah, it's... Um, do you think there... Now there's probably people that will go see them just because, like, Travis is with a Kardashian, right? Probably. I could I could see that being the case. Or just yeah. because of Travis, because they follow his career outside of blink yeah maybe. yeah yeah totally he's like a bit of an influencer or something yeah oh what about here's a good question for tomorrow do you think they're gonna address the son of the guy <laughs> in it who just who just uh passed away in the submarine who went to a blink show uh when they i guess his his father was already passed away yeah yeah, yeah. he he didn't know that for sure i gotta say i probably would have done the same thing but i don't know that i would have posted about it posted about it and i'm saying that if like my dad was in a submarine not like if my dad died or something you know what i mean like like that's a pretty big unknown there's nothing you can do about it Mm -hmm. except you know sit around and like wring your hands and worry about it i i probably would have gone to to see blink but definitely wouldn't have posted about it definitely wouldn't have like constantly defended myself about it (laughs) gotten in a fight with cardi b over it yeah (laughs) um so i don't i don't think they will bring it up 
if they were to bring it up, it would have been in the last couple days. But now that it's confirmed that, that he's those ta- people <laughs> died, I don't think they're going to bring it up. Yeah, you're probably right. Mark, or not Mark, uh, Tom probably fucking knows who this guy is. Yeah. Actually, you know? he def- I bet you he definitely knows. When I was reading about the, the people today, and mm-hmm. one of them was a... I don't know if he was a board member or he was he's like involved in SETI, which is the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Mm -hmm. Like that's not what he made his millions uh, from. But it's like he is like part of the like, you know, UFO Mm -hmm. community or whatever. So he definitely knows who that guy is. Um, so it's possible they probably never said anything because yeah, yeah. Tom wouldn't think it was funny, which is sort of surprising. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We're gonna do uh, a follow up, uh, right? After, we, we're so. hopefully do it after the show tomorrow yeah, night, yeah. Uh, so it'll be tagged on to this episode. Yeah, it'll be uh, uh, later in the show. Anyway. I'm pretty excited. It's been a real long time since I've seen Blink-182, so yeah, I think it'll I, be fun. I saw him in 2015. Is that, mm-hmm. dang, is that how long ago it was when, when Skiba first joined? Oh, right. You saw him with Skiba. I forgot about that. I did. I, I keep forgetting about it, too. <laughs> they played it like Cal Expo, um, mm-hmm. and it just, like, my friend contacted me. They had extra ticket. So I got to go. I was like very stoked about it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I didn't plan on going, but then when I did, I was like pretty excited. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then before that, I don't think I had seen them since you know ninety nine the yeah. en- Enema tour at Arco, and then oh yeah. Before that, I saw them in Stockton or Modesto with MXPX and Homegrown oh, and Phoenix TX. Man. Uh, that show was so great yeah. for me at the time, you know, it was when Phoenix TX was still called river Phoenix. Uh-huh. And then I guess they had that realization of like, Hey, maybe it's not cool to name your band after <laughs> a, a passed away person. Yeah. 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 Man. I didn't go to any of those blink shows with you. That's surprising. Yeah. So you haven't seen them since El Dorado saloon. No, I saw them. At a quad show at Memorial Auditorium. Oh, I think I saw that too. Okay. Um, it was like a uh, my my ex girlfriend Natalie won tickets uh-huh. to it, and it was Blink was the headliner, mm-hmm. um, Smash Mouth, Pennywise, Orgy, Lit, Lit, uh, and maybe one or two others. I can't can't quite remember. Am yeah, I remembering this totally wrong, but was Moby there? Moby? No. I feel like there was some electronic person that yeah. went on to be like way more successful than the guy who opens this quad show. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to fucking look it up because I know it exists out here. Blink. One, eight, two. Here it is. The Marvelous Three. I don't know who that is. Pennywise, Orgy, Smash Mouth, Lit, Blink-182. Um, 
So there could have been others too. Like this, is this the one that like I added to concert archives? Probably. Yeah. I think I went to more than one of those things there, but yeah, I, I don't know. But anyway, I haven't seen them since then. So that was May 17th, 99. And then the other time was in 97 at Eldorado Saloon with Less Than Jake. Damn. Yeah, they were one of my, one of my first, like, after I got past Radio Punk, they were like my first band that I really, really liked for like a year. And then. I got stupid punk, and I was like, ooh, they sold out. I'm not going to listen to them anymore. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. Yeah, that's what you do. That's what you do. But I got back to them because cause you told me about Blink-155, and then I realized, oh, yeah, I actually do kind of really like this band. Yeah. I mean, I, I liked them through Dude Ranch and Enema, but I wasn't, like, super, like, proud of that and copying to it to mm-hmm. <laughs> to everybody like yeah, yeah, yeah you know i i tried to uh have a little punk cred and maybe not, <laughs> not talk about it you know to cool people but yeah yeah um yeah With you and your your uh mxpx patch yeah <laughs> danny found an old photo of me wearing my favorite hoodie from probably 98 yeah yeah, I, I think that was ninety eight. It had a sick MX. That's another thing I saved. I have all like my old patches and stuff. Like they're uh-huh. all like tattered and stuff. Yeah. But, um, unless it find fell that off and I, and I lost it, or yeah, or it like just totally fell apart. I probably still have that yellow one somewhere. Dang. Did you like take it off of the hoodie? I must have because I still have that hoodie too, and <laughs> I shit. and I and I still wear it. <laughs> Because I, because I, the, the LP of In Name and Blood, the Murder City Devils album came with a stencil Uh and I stencil, I I shouldn't have used it, but I I stenciled Murder City Devils on the back of that hoodie eventually. I remember that. And then, yeah, I still, I still have it and it's, I wear it once in a while. It's like totally frayed around the, oh, totally. The the wrists and, and I think the hood's kind of coming apart, but. Yeah, like Dang. I said, I save everything. <laughs> it's weird. That's okay. So you're excited to see Turnstile, though. You're definitely excited to see Turnstile. I am, yes. Yeah. yes. Uh, you've seen them before, though, right? I have. I saw them, uh, shoot, what was it, February or something? I should have looked that up. But yeah, oh, I that saw recently, them. huh? I saw them in Oakland, yeah, not that long ago. Oh, right. Wasn't it the Fox Yes. Okay. Okay. So you didn't go to the the Santa Cruz show where somebody like shat themselves or whatever? No. And in fact, I have not even heard about that other than I saw a comment on a video or something that said (laughs) the turnstile shitter was an inside job. (laughs) 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 So I was like, what is that? And I... Didn't bother Googling it because I was afraid of what I would find. So somebody shit themselves. Uh, somebody, the I guess, shit themselves at a Santa Cruz show like earlier this year, last year or something like that. And it was apparently being tossed around or something like that. I don't, oh, I don't know. but I don't believe it, but that's <laughs> gross. And also that sucks for that it, person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless it was on purpose and that case those that person sucks but yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, Turnstile is a band that I have attempted to listen to on multiple occasions because uh, people hype them up a lot. And I yeah. listened to it and I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. And then Glow On came out and I remember watching the Tiny Desk concert thingy that they did. And I was like, fuck, do I kind of like this one? And so I think <laughs> I'm, I think I listened to the album and it didn't. I was like, no, I like the Tiny Desk, but not this. And the I think the I was surprised that you liked them. <laughs> I was talking to my my bandmate about them a little bit, and he said they seem goofy to him, but uh, the music feels like it's for younger people, and he doesn't he just doesn't he feels like he doesn't get it or whatever. And I kind of agreed with that. Like that's been kind of my my feelings about them for understandable for a time. But Cody likes them. <laughs> and I like pretty much everything that Cody listens to. So Cody finally decided to give me a playlist. Yeah. I mean, so part of me giving you this playlist was so Lindsay gives you Lindsay gives you shit because you like everything. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. On one hand, he will continue not liking them but i get the win for giving danny a band he doesn't like (laughs) on the other hand he does like them and i get the win for getting him to like turnstile sure 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 yeah but i'm real i'm i'm realizing that there's also a third option which is the option i'm afraid you're gonna have but maybe not Hmm. of you being like uh they're okay oh okay okay yeah, I I do tend to like most music nowadays, uh, with the exception of uh, Caius, Secret Machines, Luke Combs, and the new Ben Folds album, <laughs> <laughs> which have been the things on this podcast that I've either hated or been sort of indifferent to, anywhere okay. in that spectrum. Gotcha. And so, yeah, and it... I think some people, I think like Lindsay wants me to not like things. I know Matt wants more contentious things on this <laughs> podcast, but I don't know. I just, I just, I like things most of the time these days. I mean, there's nothing wrong with liking things. Sure. Being able to like most things is a good thing. I mean, that's, that's what our age and experience has taught us. Yeah. I think that there's a limit to that. I think that like, if you are liking something without being able to like listen to it critically and mm-hmm. just liking it because you want to like everything that could be, I'm not saying you're doing that. I'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. a person can be example. like that. Yeah. Yeah. But it is, I mean, life is better if you, I mean, I'm to the point I try with movies, with music, with everything. I try and just not, watch listen pay attention to the stuff that i don't think i'm gonna like Mm. there's people out there who watch every tv show or listen to every album that's hyped or listen or watch every movie that has critical acclaim or Mm -hmm. a big box office and then they shit on it every time and it's like man you're not spending your time wisely (laughs) unless you know those people probably get as much of a thrill of like shitting shitting on the thing as enjoying the thing Mm -hmm. so if that's your thing cool i get it sort of sort of yeah 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 but 
You get their um, jollies from being super angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or just, you know, not the whole... And I don't also don't want to be critical of people like this, but there's that whole, like, you not liking something isn't a personality... Oh, it doesn't sure, doesn't sure, make sure. you don't it doesn't make you interesting or whatever. Yeah. Uh what is the uh, bomb the music industry song? The shit doesn't the shit that you hate don't make you special is the lyric, yeah. I think. Something like that. Yeah. Uh what was I gonna say? Oh, oh, I did want to ask you about movies really quick. We finally signed up for the Cinemark like movie club deal thingy. Yeah. I don't know yeah, if you yeah, do yeah. that. I do. Um first of all. If, if you have the Cinemark near you, listener, um, sign up for the Cinemark Movie Club. It's going to save you so much money. Uh, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by <laughs> Cinemark. Um, we Because we've been buying tickets on Fandango, and we have to buy four tickets now, right? Yeah, dude. Like, that shit is so expensive. Yeah. And we signed up for this fucking Cinemark thing, and it's it's like not quite half the price, but nearly. Like, yeah. it's fucking dumb how much fandango like charges you well and it well never i i was gonna you know talk about how it's only 9.99 a month so once you see (laughs) one movie you've already paid for it but i'm not gonna shill for this shit (laughs) so we've been going to the movies a lot more like the last this is the first weekend since we signed up that we have we're not going to a movie because nothing Uh uh is coming out that we can take the kids to I noticed you've been going to the movies a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've been paying attention to your letterbox, they, and I'll talk. Oh. I'll talk to you about that later off the air. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> next week we're seeing two movies. We're seeing Indiana Jones, and we're seeing the uh, Ruby Gilman oh, uh, Teenage Kraken, the, the Kraken one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indy doesn't come out till the thirtieth, though. Next, not. not oh, this so weekend. Is, next shit, weekend. That is free. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Gotcha. Anyway, um, the only one I wanted movie I wanted to ask you about, or tell mm-hmm. you to see if you haven't seen it yet, uh-huh. is Elemental. Elemental. This the, is the, the Pixar pic- movie. the Pixar movie that has come into theaters and no one has paid attention to or talked about. And mm-hmm. like it, when I, I last on Tuesday, I was at the movies and mm-hmm. I looked over and saw that it was playing, and I was like, man, it is wild that there is a Pixar movie in the theater and I didn't know about it and nobody's talking about it. I think people are a little, it's starting to feel a little samey with them, unfortunately. And I'm not saying the movie's not good, but it's yeah, like, yeah. They're, they're not, it's not grabbing you in the same way. The, I did not want to see it because we've yeah. seen the trailer multiple times. Uh, you know, we saw the original teaser and then we saw the, the actual trailer for it and stuff and I was like, I mean, I guess could the kids really want to see it because we'll ask them, do you want to see this in the theater? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we're like, all right, fine. We're, we're part of the Cinemark Movie Club now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll go see it. It's fine. And then we went to see it. And the trailer, we first of all, the like the initial like teaser trailer is not part of the movie. It's more like a con or like a proof of concept. Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. I mean, that's what teasers used to be. Is like yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of a yeah. glimpse into the world. Yeah. Uh, and then the initial trailer—that's obviously footage from the movie and all that kind of stuff. But I did not know what the story actually was about. Based yeah, on I the trailer, I don't really either. It and seems like they're. You know, go ahead. Go ahead. It is. 
it is, uh, it's really about uh, immigration and racism. Okay. And it is so well done, Cody. <laughs> it made both Amanda and myself and Lhasa and almost Han. I should have like punched him on the arm and made him cry. But, <laughs> oh my fucking God. Like Pixar movies always get me, but this yeah. one got me so bad. Not since Inside Out, I think, has has a Pixar gotten gotten me so bad. Gotcha. Um, I it, didn't see that one either. Oh, that one is really good. Since having kids, like I cry at fucking everything nowadays. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when it comes to like parenting and, and kid stuff in movies and things sure. like that. Sure. It's really good. I I'd highly recommend it. They they right. did that movie a huge disservice with their advertising. Like you, yeah. you do not get any glimpse of what the story actually is. Well, I'm sure part of that is if they make it obvious that that's what that's about, it's going to be, you know, people are going to say it's woke and half Good. the country won't go see it. Good. I, th- I think their, their idea, well, I think their idea is to get those people into the theater and yeah. like, experience it and, and appeal to their emotions and maybe, maybe it'll actually be good. I thought Strange World was really good too, and they didn't advertise that movie either. That was just Disney though. But anyway, Elemental, really good. Go see it. Cool. Yeah, uh, with, with what's, the, what's the other one I said I didn't see? Inside Out. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's like they're getting, it's like they're, getting more and more um oh shit what's the word i'm looking for here like these like more and more conceptual like this Mm -hmm. is a movie about feelings this is a movie about elements like like the the next movie is just going to be about like colors or something yeah 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 i saw a thing on twitter like a while ago a few years around the time inside out came out came out and it was like what if toys had feelings what if cars had feelings what if bugs had feelings what if feelings had feelings <laughs> <laughs> and now there we're at uh, what if elements had feelings yeah but interesting okay well anyway. i probably won't see it in the theater but i'll try okay. i'll probably watch it if it's you have streaming disney eventually. plus right uh no comment Ooh, uh-oh Cody doesn't yes, want to I chill have, I have. out for Disney Plus either. Not a shill, man. These companies don't need us telling people that they're worth having. <clears throat> That's true. That's true. And on a similar note, I wanna I I do want to acknowledge that Turnstile mm-hmm. is like one of the biggest bands, if not the biggest band in hardcore right now. And mm-hmm. uh they don't need us they don't need me to tell people to check them out. And I acknowledge, I, I, I do agree, if I was still the guy that was, was on Pitchfork every day, I probably wouldn't like Turnstile either, because I used to, <laughs> I used to, like, the more I saw a band talked about and hyped up, the less likely I was mm-hmm. to listen to them, mm-hmm. and the harder I'd be on them when I did finally listen to them. Yeah. So, I get it, and I know that they are, like, very, like, hyped up, and... It's cool. I get it if you don't like them. It's okay. <laughs> but I do think they are uh, great. And I think that they're they're sort of worth the hype. Okay. Well, then, shall we dive into our playlist? So I will say, 
the playlist. I uh, these are all songs off the last two albums. Mm-hmm. Three out of five are off their last album, Glow On, and two are on Time and Space. Um, and three of these songs are part of their set. I consider doing all songs from their current set. So Danny, if he did like them, would get you know would mm-hmm. get to see uh some stuff he liked or at least know what he's in for um but then i decided to i asked him and i i put in a couple that aren't part of their set Mm -hmm. i know they have older stuff that's also good i do like the older stuff as well i also know that danny definitely doesn't like or didn't like the older stuff maybe he'll come around to that who knows we'll see how this goes Mm -hmm. and i could understand a little bit more why a person might not like some of their older stuff. Um, so that's why I kept it to the last few albums. I don't want people to think I'm, uh, you know, just like <laughs> only like the newest thing or thing or whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've got cred. I've liked them for a <laughs> long time before these two albums. Have you really? Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked them. Uh, what's the Step to Rhythm? Uh-huh. That was the first album of theirs I I heard. Oh, okay. Th- thanks, thanks to Gabba. Oh, nice. Shout out to Gabba. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've seen your tattoo of the album cover on your back. So, honestly, the the Step to Rhythm, like text from that album uh-huh. cover is is pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if I was going to get a turnstile tattoo, I, not. <laughs> I mean, I w- that would be in the running. That would be it. Hey, Cody, do you remember the uh, like 10 years ago? Uh, no, longer than that. 13 years ago. It was the, it was the year that um, turnstile got together. 2010. Um, you and I went to uh, Portland together. Uh-huh. That's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. And there was there was at least one day where we hung out with a friend that we knew from Sacramento, grew up with, and she lived up there. Uh, and so we had one day at least where we had a holiday. So our first song is Holiday. Do I, I don't know how I want to approach this yet. About yeah, my, I know. My overall... Like I, feel, I feel like I kind of like this uh, suspense of mm-hmm. did he like it? Did he mm-hmm. hate it? Is he going to say it was fine? Okay. Here's a few things. First of all, a few times... I've been trying to walk more. I've been trying to get up and, and walk more. And, and I'm usually the first one up. And so while Amanda's getting ready uh, the last couple of days, I've been like, okay, I'm going to go take a walk. And I'll just go walk like around the block a couple of times, that kind of thing. It's been nice and cool in the morning. And I've been uh, using my new AirPods and I put it at the appropriate volume that Cody told me to listen to. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's also <laughs> worth noting is when I gave him the playlist, I gave him a screenshot and told him that he had to listen to it on his AirPods at at, at least this volume, <laughs> preferably with with. Uh, oh, I didn't do noise, noise canceling. Noise, 
But like, you don't want to walk with noise. Yeah, sensors. yeah. You I gotta, gotta be. You safe. gotta be aware of your Gotta be safe. It's, it's fine that you didn't <laughs> use that. The whole playlist with this song, first of all, it's really good length for like the le- the walks I want to take because I don't need to go on a long ass walk or anything like that. So good good length for for the playlist for a walk. This song especially, it's got a good a walking tempo to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a good walk to it, and this song clicked to me the better comparison because like when I would hear them before I'd be like oh they sound like this this hardcore version of 311 and Red Hot Chili Peppers like I don't I don't want to hear this um, uh-huh, uh-huh. still don't get it but okay. uh-huh. <laughs> but they sound like Faith No More okay because yeah I mean that's a comparison that has been made for I, sure. I don't know that band that well like I know the big songs but me like either. In Guardians 3, they used uh, We Care A Lot at one point. And the cor- the, um, the yeah the chorus of this song totally reminds me of that. Like, it's got the same kind of vibe. We care yeah. a lot. Now yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. holiday. Like, it's got the same kind of vibe to it. The th- and another thing I realized is why I didn't like this right off the bat uh listening to it and you know coming back to it every few years or whatever when they come out with a new album is the tone of the guitar yeah that's the only place i can kind of see the 311 comparison yeah but my argument would be there's a lot of bands other than 311 that also have that guitar yeah it's it's a very like metallic hardcore sound and i've never been super into metallic hardcore yeah uh that's never really been my thing. So yeah, that that was another thing that like took me a little bit. Anyway, let's talk about this song a little more. The intro is a nod to Holiday in Cambodia, correct? Oh. Probably. Uh man, do you have Holiday in Cambodia? Ready Let me go, tell cause... you about this service called Apple Music. <laughs> <laughs> well, I For mean, I can pull it up too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. First, look, we're going to listen to you. Everyone's already heard it. I'm going to play it again for everybody too. But let's listen to the intro of Holiday first. Yeah. Turn it up. I was listening to Tony, Tony, Tony today. Nice, nice. Because they're going on tour and I kind of want to go. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, intro to Holiday. We'll, we'll stop there. Okay. Okay. And then we're going to pull up Dead Kennedys. Here's Holiday in Cambodia. Yeah. Yeah, probably. It just, it just occurred to me today at some point. Yeah, I never made that connection. Yeah. You're, you're probably right. I'm sure that they're DK fans. Yeah. I thought it sounded like Fugazi. Like oh, sure, sure. The beginning of like Repeater or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, but because it's called Holiday. Mm-hmm. Holiday, Holiday in Cambodia. Um, I could see, I could see the, I don't know how, you know, certain bands name their songs in a certain way and so, some bands like 
right in a certain way. I could see, you know, this being a thing where the dude comes and he's like, hey, I've got this baseline. And they're like, oh, that sounds like holiday in Cambodia. Well, let's go with it. Mm-hmm. And then as they're practicing or putting it on a set list, they just write holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he writes the lyrics and he's like, well, we'll just make it about holiday. Yeah, know, who yeah. knows? Who knows? That's a good narrative. <laughs> but anyway, that clicked in my head today and I was like, oh shit, this is Holiday in Cambodia. So that's pretty cool because I like that song a lot. Not necessarily this song, but I think the next, no, the third song was really hard for me to timestamp because these songs are really short for the most part. Yeah, I don't have any timestamps for that song either. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let's do, I've got 49 seconds on this one. Okay, I have... 22, 22 through th- through 32 okay uh and that's when that uh basically when the like v- it really you know kicks into overdrive mm-hmm. and i i think that's a snare just that super loud yeah yeah like, yeah beat I, I love that it's like gets me pumped <laughs> i love that it's like way louder than everything else mm-hmm. like you know if uh, yeah who knows like those claps or whatever yeah Yeah. like they sound like claps but i don't know that they're it's either yeah it's something it is yeah it's something i thought that at first they were hand claps but then i kind of thought it was like some kind of like really tight loud snare Mm -hmm. um i don't know maybe maybe somebody who listens can be like that sounds like it's this uh Uh, yeah but it's great it's good and it that part just has a very Faith No More vibe to me. Again, I don't know a ton about that band, but it just feels like yeah. that to me. Yeah, that's cool. I really like that. It just adds that extra emphasis, that that like clap or whatever it is. So Really cool refrain. I like that a lot. That tambo tambourine comes mm-hmm. in. I think that's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> All this mysterious percussion. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the vocalist is credited as vocals and percussion. So maybe he's doing the little... Yeah, I've definitely seen him playing the, the tambourine. Yeah. But yeah, I like that refrain a lot. I like at the end of the chorus, too, how they hit that flanger or whatever. Does that kind of sound? Yeah, I. Uh, it was hard to pick between this song and I don't know. There's several other songs that I feel like kind of have this vibe to them. Um, like the the album opener, Mystery, is mm-hmm. kind of has the same feel to it. And then there's a song on uh, Time and Space. I think it's also the opener, Real Thing. I don't know where it's like kind of this like hardcore, but it's a little more than that. And it's, but it's, I don't know. It's just like gets me pumped. Mm-hmm. Good. Like it actually like saying it's like good walking rhythm. Yeah. That's like a good way to put it. It's also like, just like, it's kind of hard not to like, kind of like 
pump your fists a little bit <laughs> yeah. or like i don't know i kind of want to like move my arms to it i think <laughs> i think last time you said something about the side to side rhythm i think that they have that a lot oh where, sure sure where you don't want to bob your head up and down you want to like yeah move it side to side <laughs> i wish this was a video podcast that would be pretty great <laughs> um, yeah definitely it it's hard like even like now just playing the timestamp that's hard to not just kind of like dance along yeah a little bit the i don't have anything else till 215 yeah i don't have any more okay so this just says cool I like the I like the uh, the whole bridge with, and I could say I have no direction kind of yeah. part, but that yeah. transition there with the what? Yeah, I meant to to time how long you can hear that echo because it's oh, like you can hear it for a really long time. Oh, really? I mean, this is a very like echoey, reverby mm-hmm. band, which like that used to I used to not like that. I felt like somewhere around two thousand eight or something every mm-hmm. band all of a sudden had like so much like echo and reverb on their vocals and i mm-hmm. didn't get it for a long time and i depending on the time of type of music i still don't really get it but it works really well with yeah. this band but they do it's like it really uh sustains is that word i'm, word I'm looking mm-hmm. for for like a really really long time <laughs> like uh it's pretty funny yeah there's tons of like but like all these songs, but especially the songs from Glow On, like there's so many like layers of all these different percussion instruments and th- synthesizers and a bunch of reverb and delay and all that kind of stuff. It's it's very like I don't know, it was wall of sound kind of. Yeah, I meant I somewhere I thought I wrote down like the pro- I mean the producer is like has it's done Mike. a ton. Elizondo. Elizondo, that's right, yeah. And he's done like a ton of like pop stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's a very, it's interesting that they went with that, but it's also makes for a cool, it's it's a weird and cool thing to hear like pop production on a experimental hardcore album. Yeah, yeah. And some of the vocals coming up on the playlist but also just throughout the album are just like yeah there's there's like so many layers and like they're so well produced that it's almost off could be off-putting if it wasn't done right and not Mm -hmm. mixed right but it's like man i think it just it turned out really really good for them yeah i agree i think that production is part of what makes made this album a little bit what made it farther reaching i think to bring all that kind of pop stuff into it yeah. like it's still at its core it still feels like a hardcore album uh, or at least the songs on this playlist it still has that but there's so many other elements coming in with the production and like just with them like the way they've done even the earlier stuff that i've heard on this this playlist so i guess now's a good time to i watched this video and i don't really watch this dude's stuff very much it's that punk rock mfa guy or whatever lost 
any sort of credit when he said he was being interviewed by Fat Mike of No Offense. <laughs> and Fat Mike asked him what what was the best ska band? I think it was the question was something of that nature. What was the best ska band? What was the most influential ska band? Something like that. Uh-huh. His answer was not Operation Ivy, not the specials, not Madness, not fucking, I don't know, Dance Hall Crashers. Look, <laughs> I am a Sublime apologist. I think Sublime is a good band. <laughs> but I would never put them on top of any of those other bands. Maybe Dance Hall Crashers, but... <laughs> I mean, unless you're talking like far you know reach alone but like it's also like i don't know i feel like it's a little disingenuous to just call them a ska band like yeah um well anyway anyway you watch that guy's video (laughs) i don't i don't usually like that dude i don't i don't know that i've ever watched any of his videos all the way through Mm -hmm. but he did do a like a review and history on turnstile and i was like it might be good to watch this to get a little bit of like history Mm -hmm. of these guys and um he did make some good points okay uh like and he is he's not a big fan of them Mm -hmm. um but he you know he says he gets it uh, he says, like, they're not for me. I'm too old for this, but I understand why people <laughs> like them. And one of the things he said is, like, people give them too much credit for being, like, new and different and bringing in all these new things to hardcore. But if you listen to, like, late 80s, early 90s post-hardcore, like Snapcase and Orange 9mm and Shelter, they're doing, like, a lot of the same stuff sure. as that, which, like, I agree with. Uh, but he, you know, and he said, and I agree with like, there's other stuff they're bringing into. It's not like they don't get any credit, but like there is other stuff out there like that. Mm-hmm. And he also said like part of their success is just, they're so good at like aesthetics and that's mm-hmm. true. Like the way everything looks and the way they like dress and compose themselves and mm-hmm. like. Um, they're like music videos are all like, they're not like samey. It's not like one of those bands where it's like, it's not like rancid where they, every video <laughs> looks like a photocopy or whatever, filter. but it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. they, they go together well mm-hmm. and they're, they don't try and appear like hard. And they also don't like seem like they're, um, sort of like pretending to be soft like mm-hmm. maybe some bands would do um they seem pretty genuine and like but they are like soft is maybe like soft around the edges it's approachable mm-hmm. for people you know like it's not uh super like scary for somebody who's never been into hardcore to like yeah. listen to these songs it's not like outside the realm of like something they've seen or heard before mm-hmm. And he was attributing a lot of their success to that. And I would agree with that. And and the thing about like the late eighties, early nineties stuff was like pretty spot on. He like plays a bunch of videos of bands mm-hmm. and then like clips that are like, Oh yeah, that sounds just like a turnstile song. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know, that uh video it's actually not under that it's on his like personal he has I guess more than one YouTube channel. Yes, yeah, yeah. His Finn McGinty channel. 
uh, it's worth checking out if anybody mm. wants to okay. check it out. I'd recommend it. Yeah. I, I get that. So was his, his argument that one of the reasons he doesn't like it is because he's heard that kind of thing before? No, he, I mean, he, he basically said like, it's a little too like alternative indie rock for me and not, not, not hardcore enough. Like he likes true blue, uh, hardcore. Yeah. 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 But he wasn't like shit talking. He was just saying like, yeah, yeah. Just not, not for me, not my thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the the thing I think they do well is they keep that kind of hardcore thing. Like I said before, and the, and you know they've got those soft edges or whatever now unlike the band like ceremony is another band that i think of who has over the years got just morphed into a completely different band like you see them live they still do uh you know their hardcore nearly grindcore shit and they but they also play their their stuff that sounds like new order like they they go through all of that but the albums themselves like if i just listened to the most recent new order album I would have never guessed they were a hardcore band. Oh, you mean point. Ceremony? You said New Order, but I know what you meant. Ceremony, um, yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same, same yeah. thing with New Order. <laughs> <laughs> at least, and I don't know if the, at least is the right phrase here, but with uh, some of these songs on here, like the last song, not so much, because it's not hard at all, but like this song and like TLC, like it, it still has that hardcore energy but just with all these other kind of things mixed in. And that's something I really like about a lot of younger hardcore bands these days. Like hardcore is, there's a lot of it around right now. And I think that's really fucking great. I think it's a cool genre, but I like that there's these bands that are are bringing in kind of different things. Like I was listening to that band Scowl uh, a little bit recently and they do some interesting stuff. Uh, that band Zulu does some really interesting blends with samples and a little bit of hip-hop and like uh soul glow and uh who was the one that just played in sacramento um military gun well military gun oh angel dust angel dust yes thank you thank you thank you yeah angel dust like i i just really like that i like what's happening in hardcore i i want to listen to more of it angel dust has like at least i think two of the same members as uh, turnstile oh really they're like yeah they're oh they're related interesting i did not know that Angel someone Dust needs to update more, their wikipedia page is a little more like pop punk sounding or mm-hmm. like melodic hardcore sounding like uh like Civ or something mm, okay okay in my it, yeah that's what yeah yeah that's a good comparison actually Anyway, basically what I'm saying, uh, right right now, hardcore is in a very good time and space. See what I did? See what I did? That one was so good, I didn't even realize you were doing it. So, Time and Space off of Time and Space from 2018. Yeah. Cool intro. I like the little vocoder. Oh, right. Digital yeah. voice thingy. I like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, this one's short. It's hard. Mm-hmm. 
just like my dick. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> dick joke. <laughs> there you go, Lindsay. <laughs> uh, she's not. She's not your guest right now. So I know, but she's always. Count. She's always asking about why I don't make dick jokes with anybody but Dante. Uh, okay, because I'm repulsed by them. <laughs> not my thing, Danny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to put a more straightforward hardcore song, and mm-hmm. I feel like this is of on these on these two albums. Actually, listening to them over and over, I realize there's a lot more kind of like straightforward hardcore on these two albums, despite being pretty experimental. Mm-hmm. But I thought this was a good example of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's very short. Uh, I did end up with a couple timestamps on it. Um, yeah, I've got one. Before, right before you gave me this playlist, I was watching I Think You Should Leave, and there's that one like <laughs> yeah. pop punk song that they have in that episode. It was so mm. fucking great. Like, that is yeah. such a good song from what I heard of it. Is that available, yeah. like, to stream anywhere? I don't think so. The only thing I found was, like, the like audio from the, mm-hmm. the show. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. That one was really great. And I was talking with Dante about that um just i think you should leave and stuff and he he was like i think i like turnstile now and like he went and listened to some stuff and he said i don't understand why you don't like this and he sent me <laughs> a different song off of this album high pressure okay yeah, track yeah, six yeah. off of there and he's like i don't understand why you don't like this and i was like well if every th- song sounded like that maybe i would like it because that's another like short hard yeah. like fast kind of song or whatever Anyway, back to this song. This is another one of those, you know, kind of just straight up hardcore songs to a point. The first timestamp I have at 25 seconds is like a great example of like, okay, we're a hardcore band, but. That yells. Every time I used to hear this band, I would be like, yeah, they sound like, I would say the Red Hot Chili Peppers 311 thing, but also Snapcase. Because like his voice sounds yeah. so much like the guy from Snapcase totally. when he does that scream. Yeah. Uh, my my timestamp actually was like a few seconds before and a few seconds after that. Part of it was the oohs, which are, mm-hmm. yeah, like something, the music is still hardcore, but just putting it those softer vocals mm-hmm. in there for the chorus is like changes the whole like dynamic of the song mm-hmm. um but the other thing i like about the chorus is he says you know time and then it's the the three oohs and mm-hmm. then space like there's like a huge yeah gap. yeah yeah, yeah there's yeah. a huge delay between time and space and i feel like that's like illustrative of the song and yeah, the concept yeah. it's it's cool it's that's very cool i didn't notice that until today like today was the day i like sat down and like paid attention to the lyrics a little more and stuff but yeah like having that long 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 break where it's got the oohs and i was like is are the oohs them saying space like i don't know because the lyrics would on right would yeah. say space still on apple uh, but yeah it's not until the very end yeah that's cool i like the oohs it just brings like this different element into it which i think is cool i speaking of the lyrics both l- lyrically and a little bit of and sound wise, and this is giving us way too much credit. I feel like it could have been an elder youth song. 
Oh, sure, sure. Like, the yeah. whole, just, like, what it's about, mm-hmm. it reminds me of, like, uh, I don't know, what was the, what was the, the Speeding in the Rain song, or the, what was it, <laughs> Big Deal, Out of Line, what was that song we did? Oh, the, Change. The oh, yeah, Change, yeah, yeah. like, it almost kind of reminds me of that. Oh, bit. sure, yeah. Um, would not have you know we're not that good but uh, or i'm not that good you were you're this good we're gonna Um, fall when we're seeing when we're walking right into (laughs) something like that um, yeah Uh, Um, we wouldn't have come up with the ooze i can guarantee you that no 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 but but then when you hear it it's like damn i could have yeah yeah yeah. could have come up with that we could have been this band not really we were good we were good Um, no we were good we were good we were fine (laughs) Yeah, his vocals on this almost sound like a like San Diego three one G Blood Brothers kind mm. of. Mm-hmm. I don't know, to me, a little more so than the other songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's about the extent of that, though. In this, <laughs> in this song, in 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 their catalog, I guess. Like, <laughs> sometimes the vocals sort of sound like that. It's funny that both of those things I consider hardcore, but they are very like very different. different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there's cool, there's two like cool tempo changes in here. First is at one minute. So that's the first one. Kind of. I also like the you know they're the ooze and then at that part the ahs yeah, yeah, come yeah. in, which yeah. is neat. It's cool. Just kind of changing up the beat a little bit. I think the guitar part is the same. Yeah, but it's like a bit of a breakdown or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it switches again. Almost beat down, kind of hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Sound. Oh, I got a text from Golden One Credit Union, even though I don't use Golden One. That's cool. Oh. <laughs> and maybe it's for me. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that part is great. Uh, I love the like long break, almost like the the chorus where it has that long break in between time and space, and it changes into that you know almost beat down kind of sound and those harmonics are just sound so sick the like kind of squealy harmonics um, that part those harmonics and the guitar in that part almost remind me of like a pumpkin song like yeah 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 when they when they would get real hard every once in a while mm-hmm. like in Mel- melancholy era yep and i love the progression too cuz i feel like a lot of bands Elder youth included would have just done the dun 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 but they add on the end the dun 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 like that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of these songs. Uh, I give a lot of credit to the guitarists because they they have a lot of cool progressions, like stuff that like little add-ons, kind of passing chords and stuff like that that they throw in there that make things a little more interesting Mm -hmm. but yeah good stuff good song cool glad you liked it 
Next song, I don't have any timestamps for. I don't have a cool way to intro it. I feel like I come up with something. Sure, you can. Um, hey, hey, Danny. Hey, hey, what's up, Cody? Have you uh, taken a look out your window lately? Hmm, let me take a look right now. Hold on. Danny is taking off his headphones and actually looking out the window. Yeah. Hey, did you did you see the moon? Should have come back and said like, oh man, I thought it would. I thought I would see the moon when I looked out there. Yeah, you should have. Hey, the next uh, one's called Moon. 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 This is like the song. Like I liked them a lot, and then when this album came out, uh, I liked it a lot. But this is the album. This is the song that on the album that kind of like threw me for a loop and was like, well, they're doing like really different yeah. stuff here. Um, even though it's not like a super experimental or complicated song or anything, it's just like very different. They have the different guy, the bass player singing it mm-hmm. and it's just like super catchy to me. Mm-hmm. And man, yeah, I just, I really like this one. I thought it'd be fun to throw it in here cause it's got a totally different vibe than all the, there's almost all these songs have a different vibe. I'd say like yeah. two and four are kind of similar, but, mm-hmm. um, Yeah. What'd you think of Moon? This one totally threw me also. And because I was listening to the playlist and I was like, you know, the first first two songs, I was like, okay, okay. And then I got to this and I was like, what the fuck? Like, th- they sing like this too? Like, I've not heard this <laughs> voice before. And yeah, it's like this kind of different vibe. This one grew on me a lot, though. I, yesterday I was... Was it yesterday? No, today. God, I took all my notes today. I figured out, or I read that the bass player does it. I was like, oh, okay, that's why the voice sounds so different. And that kind of like made things feel a little different because I was like, okay, it's not, it's a different guy singing. So, okay, I can wrap my head around that now. And the more I listened to it, though, the more I was like, okay, okay, I'm kind of getting this. I like that the bass player sings it. I think that's cool. A couple things, a couple things like clicked. One is it it reminds me of our Nirvana song. Oh. You know, like they do that like long fill. I don't have a timestamp for it, but Yeah, um, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna play it really quick because it's right near the beginning. So yeah, is that is that pay to play or senseless apprentice? Maybe something like yeah. There's a Nirvana song that does the exact same kind of thing, and so like I I that clicked in my head and I was like, oh okay, that's cool. And like the whole kind of song has almost Nirvana vibe to it. Yeah, that's I did not think of that, but it I can yeah yeah you're right. And I was trying to like kind of place whose voice the the bass player sounded like. 
And there was one song on the Kid Cudi playlist that, that Eric gave me that had this like almost 90s like pop rock vibe to it. Uh, that just it sent me back to like eighth grade dances like this song did. <laughs> yes. uh, and and it, it might be like I might be making that connection because Kid Cudi does these like he's got this uh, what's it called like concept album kind of thing about man on the moon. Um, and so he says moon a lot on the songs. And so like <laughs> the voices are kind of similar and then like moon or whatever. Um, but yeah, it made me think of that. So, and then I, so today, uh, this afternoon, um, I was watching videos and stuff. So I watched them playing it live, which was really fucking rad. Cause the yeah. singer just kind of like dances around while yeah. the bass player and he's, you know, he doesn't obviously have all the reverb and stuff on his voice. But just the the like emphasis he's putting in on it. And I think in the uh-huh. video, like I don't know, the video was kind of cool because it's like it's going between him and like this older man, and I was like, is that is that his dad or something? Oh, like, the music video? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who that is either, but yeah, it's cool. Um the, yeah, that music video almost feels like a Nirvana oh, totally. or Pumpkins video or something, <laughs> yeah. too. It's like a cross between In Bloom and Tonight Tonight or mm-hmm. something. Like, um, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Or even like that, uh, like the Champagne Supernova video mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a really good song. Like I said, it, it grew on me and listening today, especially. I was like, okay, okay, this, I'm I'm into this one for sure. It's a nice little break mm-hmm. from all the reverb and the lead singer's voice. Not like I need a break from his voice, but it's just yeah. like a, a cool little like intermission. Yeah, it sounds sounds really different, but like really, it's just a really good mm-hmm. song. Uh, I also, uh, I don't know uh, her last name, but Tina from Sheer Mag is doing um, some backing vocals on this apparently oh okay according to genius. yeah i i just what's that according to genius.com oh okay i thought you said boy genius because uh, there's <laughs> another song on this record no on on uh glow on uh-huh. that um who did i just ask about last night oh julian baker Julian Baker uh, oh, does cool. does vocals on it, and then after I learned that, I was like, oh, I should have put that one on because it was another one that was a contender. But, mm-hmm. um, anyways, that's cool. I did not know it was um, on this song on Moon. That's what Genius said. Yeah, no, I believe I believe you. I just I haven't paid it. I guess it was like from a uh, quoted from an interview where gotcha. he 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 was saying it was the the regular singer of saying. I wrote the lyrics, but I really wanted um, uh, Franz to sing it. Freaky Franz uh-huh. <laughs> is his name, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> but he really wanted him to sing it. And then they had become like friends with, with Sheer Mag. And they happened to be or you know around or whatever. And so Tina came in and did some backing vocals. And I was trying to hear it. And you can kind of hear it a little bit later in the song. Gotcha. Uh, that see, that's another thing about the, these this band that is like bodes well for them is they like get c- 
cool people to be on their records that have nothing to do with hardcore. Yeah. And yeah. so I assume they are like nice enough dudes that like attract these kind of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, not the, I'm sure like sheer mag and um, Julian Baker, like obviously like, like hardcore, but like, I don't know, they can connect and work together yeah, yeah. and, and stuff like that's a, I don't know. I feel like that reflects mm-hmm. well on, on a band like this. Yeah, totally. Hey, you know what movie I saw recently was that new Transformers movie? Yeah. It was fine. I, I didn't I didn't hate it. Yeah, I heard the music was pretty good. The music was really good in it because it was based in 1993 because um, it takes place like a few years after that Bumblebee movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were listening to the music after the fact and, you know, it was all these like 90s R&B and hip hop and stuff. I was like, oh man, this this shit is so good. Uh, so then later that day, uh, they didn't have the soundtrack on on Apple Music or whatever, because I'm sure it's expensive. So um, I just was like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to put on TLC. I said salt and pepper <laughs> i did think about putting on salt and pepper too uh, tlc's good not that they're that similar of a band a <laughs> difference a group um han's got a uh he has a like a stuffy that we i'm not did you just call him hans oh you meant like han Han, you were you Han, were using apostrophe han has han yeah, has. yeah, 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 yeah. Hans, yeah 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 he has a stuffy that's like a it, we can never tell if it's a penguin or an owl. Like it, it's hard to kind of tell. Um, huh. But anyway, it, it's named Waterfall apparently, and so I, okay. I always sing Waterfall to him. To nice. him. And so nice. when the album was playing, I was like, "Oh, Han, you're gonna know this song. Just wait till <laughs> it gets to the chorus." And he's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> he was not interested. He has he has a little patience for you. I oh yeah. I, I'm starting to realize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm a pretty, pretty young dad. <laughs> pretty young to to already be annoyed by his old man, but you must be doing a real good job at being annoying. Yep, yep. I'm super annoying. <laughs> um, uh, TLC Turnstile Love Connection. Mm-hmm. This is the one I assumed you would like the least. I don't know if that's true. Okay, but I like it. Yeah, I don't like it the least. Um, I like it. I, I rewatched today. I pulled up the the Tiny Desk concert and I looked at the playlist. I was like, oh, cool. I can watch the last two songs. And so I watched those last two songs. Yeah. So good on that thing. Really good on there. I'm always I feel like this has kind of become their sort of their signature song or whatever, mm-hmm. kind of like. And, you know, Groovy Ghoulies had one and <laughs> and Ramones have, you know, the Motorhead song mm-hmm. and like just that. Uh, I'm trying to th- I know there's other examples, but I always like it when a band has a song about themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And I feel like that's what this is. Mm, yeah. Out of Line had a song called Out of Line. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> We all know that one. We all know that one. Uh, it's got a cool little synthy thing at the beginning of the intro, which is fun. Mm-hmm. 
and it's very like all their lyrics are like so simple and <laughs> yeah and like super repetitive which in in some bands would bother me uh but i don't know they they do a good job of making it work i think because the songs are pretty short yeah but i've got uh 38 seconds um yeah i that's my same okay Timestamp thir- uh, 38 to 53 is what I have. Okay. That drum fell. I, I, I feel like you have to hear a little bit. I mean, I know you'll you'll play the intro when you you gotta you gotta hear the song before that mm-hmm. to to sort of like get why that part is so great. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, that drum fill is so cool and so funny. That weird is it is it e drums? I think they're e drums. Yeah, it sounds like something off of that old uh the jay and joel show oh sure sure uh ep yeah. like something from the the, the groove, groove box, box or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and the like boom boom booms mm-hmm. are so like they're they're cool they kind of get you amped up mm-hmm. it's also really funny and silly <laughs> and i don't know like what they're trying to say with yeah, that yeah, yeah. other than like this is pretty fun um <laughs> i like that they he says boom 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 but it's only the last two booms that echo so it's like boom 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 uh <laughs> yeah that part is is cool and then i don't have a time stamp but it goes into the the other part that is also very silly uh-huh uh he says i want to thank you for letting me see myself <laughs> yeah i want to thank you for letting me be myself fucking funny because it it, all it makes me think of is shrek 3 (laughs) because at the end of shrek 3 puss and donkey do that song together the they're the sly and family stone song called thank you oh yeah it's it's if i know it i won't play their version Uh, to me there's some and i haven't listened to this since the early 90s but i remember an mc hammer lyric that was like thank you it was it was thank you for blessing me or something but it's like almost said in the same cadence it might be a nod to this let me play a little bit of this one i'm gonna find the chorus thank you for letting me be myself oh yeah yeah okay totally danny real quick can you explain to people uh why you think of like why you know about shrek 3 so much uh two reasons one i have children Uh uh-huh three reasons one i have children two i really love the shrek movies all four of them i think they're really fucking great and not just because of the other reason i like the shrek movies because my sister worked on 
uh, Shrek 2, 3, and 4, and the Madagascar movies uh, while she was at DreamWorks, and some other stuff. My sister does 3D modeling, uh, and she's so cool, and I love my sister. She also kind of got me into punk rock a little bit. Cool as shit. Yeah. I just thought it was worth mentioning. I mean, not that you should be embarrassed to just be like, hey, this reminds me of Shrek 3. <laughs> but Yeah, yeah. I would never be embarrassed of Shrek 3. No, never. Uh, it's not the best one, but it is pretty good. It's funny. Tight. Back to this song. 122 is my next. <laughs> sounds so nice yeah i love the like altered vocals so today i watched uh their nardwar interview that they did oh yeah yeah if you can't tell already i i like this playlist the nardwar interview just endeared me to them as people they just seem like so sweet and so nice Mm -hmm. and it, they've been involved in music for a really, really long time and hardcore for a really, really long time. One of the things that Nardwar, because, you know, Nardwar always gives them things and, and stuff like that. One uh-huh. of the things he gave them was um, a record from a uh, soundtrack of, um, oh, shit. What's that DC style of music? Oh, um Go go, go go. So he gave him a soundtrack of of uh, music from this. I don't know if it was a documentary or a movie um, about go go style and music and stuff like that. And I guess the singer, at least, and maybe some of the other members are like very into that kind of style of music because um, he grew up around it. Like it was kind of everywhere growing up in the, that yeah. area. And then he was saying how like he went to other places on tour and stuff like that and realize like, Oh, that's actually not a huge style. It's, it's mostly big in this one small area. Mm -hmm. And that's not a style that I've ever listened to. I know Ian McKay would talk about it a lot too. Um, but I've never really listened to it, but I like that. I like that they are bringing in styles. Like I said before, from like other styles of music, um, they said that that the go-go stuff was a kind of a big influence on this album and like with all the kind of weird things they're doing. Um, so I don't know. I like that stuff. The Nardwar interview was obviously really fucking great. Yeah, I need to watch it again. I remember really liking it and then mm-hmm. coming off as like just, yeah, very into it. And like it's always fun when, you, when he talks to the people who are like just super stoked to talk to Nardwar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because there was a couple where they're like, how the fuck do you know that? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that that stuff's cool. Like, I always wonder, too, like how I'm I'm guessing they like scour the Internet for like these small details of things. Um, But, yeah, it it was a great little interview and it made me kind of like like them even more. Yeah. Because they seem super down. Like you were saying earlier with like, you know, how they can get people from Sheer Mag in the studio and, uh, you know, stuff like that. So, and also people like someone on the next song. Yeah. 
Did you watch the music video for this one? I did. Yeah. You should now that, you know, the episode's wrapping up and you can listen to more of their music. You should watch the whole Turnstile Love Connection video that's like four songs all kind of stitched together. It's 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 got Holiday, but and then also TLC and then there's a couple other songs and it's it's rad. Uh, This is the one. This is the video where they're like in the weird pink room and then he gets on the back of a motorcycle right maybe i didn't watch the video for this one um let me see if i can pull it up and then if it's you have seen it we don't need to watch it but if you haven't it's kind of worth seeing i think it's a cool one there we go does all these dance moves with such a straight face yeah 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 but they it looks like he's goofing off you know i guess hard to kind of like figure out where he's coming from (laughs) it's great it's it's awesome he's running out to the parking lot (laughs) yeah That hair reminds me of uh, Alan in Freaks and Geeks, the bully. <laughs> in, like the, the later seasons, he, or not later seasons, later later in the first season. Uh-huh. The season, he kind of his hair grows out like that. It's pretty good, or maybe it's I don't know. <laughs> Does it go right into the next? No, this is actually the end. We can skip for it. Just goes, I think, to him like actually writing on the oh okay and it's okay. like very pretty mm-hmm. anywho anywho uh, yeah watch that whole thing it's okay. good i think the singer directed it which is kind of oh nice. surprising that's cool i guess not surprising just like oh he can do that too yeah uh hey the last song is called alien love call Featuring Blood Orange. And I saw your playlist and I was like, oh, Blood Orange. I like that. Yeah. I like that guy. Yeah. He's cool. Yeah, I need to I need to get in it. Do you do you like that guy enough to make me a playlist? I could do a playlist of Blood Orange. You yeah. should. That would be great. Okay. Uh the the tiny desk concert, that's what they're called. The tiny desk concert version of this song is great. Yeah. 
really, really great. The studio version, I like the last half of it. The first half of it sounds a little bit too much like the police for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. The, the punk rock and whatever that guy, uh-huh. the YouTube guy says the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, a lot of people like this. I think it sounds too much like the police, <laughs> which I had never, I never thought of that. But uh, mm-hmm. actually, it might have been a different song from this album that he said that. But I, I totally get, you know, it's, it's, it's got that um, jangle pop. Yeah, a little jangling, guitar, a lot of chorus and like flange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there's something about his voice that's just like almost sting-like sometimes. Yeah, when he's actually when he's singing. actually singing, yeah, yeah. But like the basically like basically when Blood Orange comes in like through the end of the song is I fucking love it's great. Yeah, I wish I knew who was doing what because like I feel like there's some harmonies in this song that I don't know if it's all Blood Orange or if he's doing them with I band members. Think there's someone else too. Yeah. Um, um, it's actually, actually, I'm going to look it up on beautiful discogs really quick. Cause I have that open. I want to see if it says if there was any other. Oh yeah. But I mean, even the band members, like I like to know which, mm-hmm. if any band members are doing that as well. Huh. It doesn't say who else. Anyway, uh, it kind of seems like there's, there's someone else too on the, the last chorus. I don't have any timestamps on this one until 114. Yeah, my first is uh, 50 uh, to 108. Okay. And it's when those, I mean, this whole thing, it's it starts off with those like surfy, mellow-ass mm-hmm. guitars that are like so good. And then 50 to 108, the, the Beach Boys-esque background vocals, mm-hmm. vocals come in and like, uh, it's so good. I'm such a like... <laughs> There could be a band that I hate and they would do that and I'd be mm-hmm. like, but this song is good this because it, good. So- it sounds like the Beach Boys. <laughs> Also, I can acknowledge that like other bands other than the Beach Boys do stuff like <laughs> no. that. It's just that's what it triggers in my yeah, brain. Yes. I'm not saying they're the first or the best or anything, <laughs> but to me, it's like that's always going to be Beach Boysy to me. When did you say your timestamp was? One fourteen. Okay, yeah, I have like one sixteen all the way to one forty four. I don't know if you want to play that much, but <laughs> there's more more different beach boys stuff in there that's like real great let's see how far we make it So yeah, that's Blood Orange doing that verse and great voice. And then, yeah, all those harms that come in just sounds so fucking nice. Um, and then I'll rewind it just a second here because that's that chorus. And it sounds like there's someone else like a falsetto 
or a woman or somebody else on there. I know Blood Orange can can go pretty high, but I don't know if he can go this high. There's also, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I'm trying to think if any of the songs on this playlist have it, but they also do weird, I mean, well, I mean, definitely like in in uh, in uh, the last one, like they do some like pitch shifting. So mm. it's possible they also just like that's true. did a take and shifted it yeah, way Yeah, that's very true. Up. However they did it, it sounds beautiful. Yeah, it sounds really nice. Good song. Good song. Did you did you watch this video? Uh, we don't need we don't need to watch it, but it's funny because it's it's oh just, it's just all it, the live footage, right? It's live footage, but it's like most of it's backwards, so it's everybody like flipping into the like out of the crowd onto the stage and stuff. Did I watch it in forward motion? Because I don't remember <laughs> that at all. <laughs> uh, maybe you just didn't notice, but yeah, it's it's pretty funny. I meant to. Well, never mind. <laughs> I'll just talk to you about it off pod. Okay. There was something funny with one of the other videos. Okay. Yeah. Alien Love Call. The uh, the alternate song that I was going to, I was couldn't decide between Alien Love Call and Underwater Boy. And Underwater Boy is the one that Julian Baker sings. Oh, but they okay. kind of have a similar sort of mm-hmm. vibe to them. Okay. Um, so, and they play both of them. So I made a playlist of their set list. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. And I'll send it to you and you can, if you want, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Familiar, familiarize yourself okay. with I'm gonna fucking stage dive off of the second floor. I know. Balcony we thing. should. We should. When I saw them in Oakland, no, like only one dude made it. Like, made it oh. to like. I don't know how he got up there. Yeah, there yeah, was a yeah. barrier, and he like. He actually, I think he came from like backstage, mm-hmm. or like maybe he sn- I don't know, and like jumped over the barrier in oh, the crowd. He was, okay. it was like one person that did it, which it's like. <laughs> you watch all this footage of them and mm-hmm. like the crowd is just like wild and it makes me feel claustrophobic mm-hmm. and anxious. And like, I would hate being there, but I also like sitting up in the nosebleeds <laughs> was like kind of disappointed that I wasn't getting to see it live. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not counting on any of that mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I might be sold on Turnstile. Tight. I might be sold on Turnstile. I am, I'm going to be cautious on my rating and stuff because I've done that before. Like with the replacements is always the example I go to now because I was like, oh my God, this is so great. And then I went and listened to some more and I wasn't as excited anymore. The song that Dante had sent me, I was like, oh yeah, this is good. But it's got like this very like heavy metal guitar solo yeah in it and that was was not what i'm looking for ever mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah did they win or just get nominated for the best metal album grammy oh no they did not win but they were they were nominated mm. they were nominated for, best, for three things best metal album which is pretty funny but i guess i don't know Interesting. That's the closest thing. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I really like the playlist. Uh, the this was a band, and this was something that like uh, concerned Dante when he was doing the podcast of like, will I just end up liking anything if I listen to it enough? 
kind yeah. of thing, you know? Yeah. Because when I first started playing this playlist, I was like, oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. But the more I listen to it, and like that third song especially. But I mean, that's, that is how, I mean, for, at least for me, like that's how I got into so many. Uh, totally, like, totally. I know we've had the conversation before where like, when you were like a young kid that didn't have a lot of money, you'd buy a CD. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't like it, like you kept listening to it until you liked it yeah. because you weren't getting another CD until next month or mm-hmm. whatever. At least that's how, you know, I was. Or just things so. eventually grow on you. Like I didn't like Murder City Devils for a long, long time. And then yeah, eventually realized that they're real fucking great. That's the mystery of music. Yeah, the mystery. They have a song called Mystery. Yeah, it's real good. Uh, I am going to give them a, a solid 4.0. Nice. That is kind of higher than I expected, even after hearing you say you liked them. Uh, and it's definitely higher than I expected going into this. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll listen to some more... And we're going to catch up after the show as well. So, uh, everyone, see you tomorrow. Good morning, everybody. It's the next day. We saw Blink-182. We saw Turnstile. We saw Destroy Boys. And it was a lot of fun. And we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, Good morning, Cody. Good morning. How's it going? It's going. How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. I've got a little bit of a cough for some reason. I don't know if that's because I'm sick or just because I didn't were, get enough sleep. You were wearing a mask. I was wearing a mask yesterday, which was most great. of the time. I wore mine much of the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I so I couldn't really tell. Were you were you singing along a lot? A is, little is, bit. Is, did you think you maybe irritated your throat a little bit? Hmm. I don't know. I, maybe, maybe. I feel like I have just this. You sound like of, of that. I also like just woke up. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you sound like a different Cody. Yeah. You sound like a smoker, Cody. Mm. I'm also drinking a smoothie. Ooh. So, I can't imagine what like yogurt and oat milk and frozen bananas does to one yeah 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 it's not exactly like (laughs) hot tea and honey yeah i've got my second cup of coffee and a glass of water uh you slept in it sounds like i i woke up and then went back to bed because the cats wake me up at like five o'clock in the morning every day to to feed them yeah i don't really count well i guess it depends on what you do we 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 have to get up and feed the cats too, but I don't I don't count that as getting up. That's oh, yeah. like the same as like getting up to go to the bathroom. Yeah, usually I stay up most of the time. Oh, okay. um, but today I went. Uh, Amanda had to get ready to go to work, so I went and laid on the couch while she was getting ready. Gotcha. And I don't know, the kids aren't at school, so I don't have to do anything with them. I yeah, just ignore them for like three and a half months, sweet. or two and a half months. I mean, yeah, it's pretty sweet. Um, anyway, let's talk about last night. Yep. Uh, golden, golden one center. Golden one I think, center. I, I think we'd both been there one other time, maybe. Yeah. I've been there just for that Depeche Mode concert of you. And I think I've only been there for Haley Witters. Okay. When you went to Haley Witters, you were down on the floor, weren't you? We, yeah. 
That's yeah. how, how is it different down there, down in the rich seats? Um, you can see everything straight on. <laughs> yeah. Can you uh, stretch your legs at all? Um, I don't think so. Oh, I think okay. it was still pretty compact. That's my um, biggest problem with that place. Yeah, I was lucky to be on the end, mm-hmm. so I could stick one leg out every once in a while. But <sighs> Not on uh, security's watch. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's something we can talk about. But, but we'll I kept talk about it. Okay, I mean, let's just talk about it now. I kept getting... Uh, well, no, it only it really only, only talked to me twice. But So we were at the very, very top row of Golden One Center. Like, literally no seats behind us. A wall was behind us. Not even a like doorway to get <laughs> to get to. Nothing. It was just like a wall, a fucking wall. <laughs> and we were on the end. And at one seats point, one I and got, two. I got up and stood next to my seat against the wall, the same place I had to get up and stand every time somebody wanted to get out of our row. Yeah. And uh, the uh, usher guy uh, came up and told me that I have to stay out of the aisle, which I thought was weird since mm-hmm. there's not really an aisle. Nobody is walking that way. Nobody's coming down from that way. Yep. If anybody was going to be walking down to my row, I would have to stand there anyway. Uh, but whatever. I'm not one to argue about like fire safety codes and stuff. <laughs> like I know that guy was probably just doing his job. He probably thought it was dumb too. So I like stood in front of my seat. And then when blink started, just everybody stood up. And I think because everybody stood up, everybody kind of like took up a little bit more room where they were standing mm-hmm. And so I got pushed like halfway out of the uh, out of yeah you had like, like one like I half like, of your body was in the aisle yeah like my right leg and my right shoulder was in the quote unquote aisle and then he came up and told me that I had to remain seated I had to sit down because I was in the aisle which <laughs> and so I like I sat so down. fucked like so weird. Why would he come up and just say like, hey, just a reminder, you got to stay in here or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah. literally everyone else is standing up and he comes and is like, you need to sit down. Yeah. So at first I was just like, "Okay, I'm going to sit down until he goes away. Mm -hmm. And I sat down and but but like before he went away, I was like, dude, I can't see anything. Everybody else is standing up. And then he said something and he walked away. Yeah. I don't know. I think he might have said, like, well, you can stand up as long as you make sure your foot's not in the aisle or something. Yeah, the thing he should have said the first time. I stood for the rest of the show, but it was, like, one of those things where I felt a little, you know, like, Mm -hmm. when you have to stay standing in a small space and your body's kind of, like, bent a a weird way and, like, your feet are, like, not where you want them to be and it's really uncomfortable. It's basically like that the whole time. Yeah, I think I had, like, my... My arms crossed or just like kind of in front of me, like squished together the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Was, and like I sat down for a little bit, little bit in between two songs. I was going to sit in between uh, or like for an entire song, but they played a song I really, really liked. So we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah. And so I stood back up and in that like, I don't know, 30 seconds, like both you and the other guy had kind of like migrated 
in there. So I like stood <laughs> like, up. Oh, room. Yeah. So I like stood up and it was like kind of having to lean back a little bit. But mm-hmm. anyway, uh, all yeah. cops are bastards, even ushers. So well, I don't know. I'm mad at him, Cody. Tower Theater had some good ones. I mean, there, oh, well, there's some sure. good ones. The good, the bad ones give the good ones a, a bad name mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. it comes to ushers. <laughs> a few uh, bad apples. A few bad ushers. <laughs> a few bad apple apples. Anyway, but that didn't that didn't ruin our night. Yeah, at least think. we found our seats fairly quickly, even mm-hmm. though we had to like walk around the entire uh, Golden One Center. Yeah. I feel like that was weird. They. I don't know. They direct people weird in that place. When we saw Haley Witters there, it was like mm-hmm. they didn't know what was going on, and they nobody would let us onto the floor where our seats were. And yeah. Anyways, anyway, that place. I feel like that place is not run as well as a like modern no venue should be be run. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's like just like logistic things they didn't think about or I think they they thought about uh, their wallets yeah yeah as many people in there as possible well that for sure but it seems like even with that same amount of people there's ways there's gotta to be have, a better way there's gotta be a better way I mean <laughs> anyways that's boring <laughs> but uh, got to the seats mm-hmm feel like we didn't have to wait too long no yeah we got there in a, at a good time uh destroy boys or i like to keep calling them the stroy boys <laughs> uh that made me laugh they opened with a rage against the machine cover that was that was odd it was a choice it was weird mm-hmm. to me bulls on parade yep yeah, uh, they they did a, a decent job. Yeah, it was fine. They did fine. Yeah, it was weird. It, like you know, part of the whole thing of rage is like seeing, uh, what's his name doing all the weird guitar stuff. Yeah. and so it's weird seeing someone else do the weird guitar stuff because mm-hmm. that's such a specific thing. Yeah, yeah. Um. And then they play uh, like between every song. They talked about how cool it was that they were from Sacramento, and yeah. they were playing the Golden One, and they they said that everyone told them it, they couldn't do it and <laughs> and that they should quit. And I was skeptical yeah, about that. Yeah. I was like, I don't think anybody was telling you not to do what you're doing. But hey, who the fuck knows? Yeah, maybe maybe there were some bastards. Um, probably that. Uh, the, probably that usher. That usher, yeah. <laughs> telling these like teenagers that they shouldn't be in a band hey you you um, you ladies need to sit down that's what he said <laughs> yeah um yeah that was uh it was cool i've never seen them cool. before yeah even though they're from here but yeah i'd seen them once before and they were kind of just the same uh yeah uh I, I, yeah we're Nothing, nothing bad to say about them. Yeah, they they did a good job. They kept the crowd entertained and stuff like that. So, mm, yeah, I mean, I guess it was kind of hard to tell. It was pretty sparse. That's yeah, the other thing, it like, was it was the, very empty during their with set. With that place set up like it is, with like like a mall with a bunch <laughs> of like 
eeries all around like i feel like people spent a lot of the first part of the concert just hanging out outside yeah well they had those long ass lines remember we kept walking by yeah and they had like these long lines for people to get beer and 15 or 14 dollar hot dogs and you know what though the the 14 dollar hot dog there was no line when i went out there it's just it's just people like waiting in line for the 15 dollar beers that are which is like wild but anyways that's like yeah um uh, and then i don't know was it too long i guess for before turnstile yeah all their equipment was already set up it looked like yeah um so they just had to kind of you know turn things on and and whatnot so turnstile came out pretty quick yeah, which what was did nice. you what did you think of Turnstile, Danny? I thought they were fucking great. Yeah, they put on such a good show. They mm-hmm. made use of every inch of that stage. Yeah, like they were all over the place. Yeah, and yeah, they were great. They were entertaining. They've they're they seemed like professionals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They seem like they were, uh, yeah, pro gear, pro attitude. Yeah, unlike so, like Destroy Boys, they're really young still and stuff, and they seemed, you know, it was, it was like amateur hour or whatever. Like they're good at, at playing their instruments and doing their songs and stuff like that. That was all fine. Yeah, but like you could tell the difference between like, okay, now Turnstile's up here, and they're just fucking. They're like a machine. Yeah, uh, yeah, and then Blink came up, and we won't talk about Blink too much yet. But um, Blink, to me anyway, just kind of felt like they were going through the motions of everything they do every single night. Yeah, probably. So Turnstile was like, was like the the really good. Uh, Impossible burger or veggie burger in between uh, two subpar buns. <laughs> the, the two, the two buns. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, and it's funny because Turnstile plays the same exact set every night of the mm-hmm. tour, like I talked about, yeah. and so like they're also just kind of like uh, going through motions, but they're doing it in such a like passionate, fun, yeah, uh, exciting way that it looks like you know i imagine every night looks like they're giving it their all or yeah. whatever you know what i was thinking while they were playing is you know who would do a good rage against machine cover <laughs> it's turnstile yeah. yeah 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 uh but yeah it was it was great i listened to on the way to your house uh which took me about 20 minutes uh, i listened to the setlist playlist that you sent me and so yeah. I made it through, uh, I think I was on Blackout when I uh, got yeah. to your house. Because I remember hearing Big Smile. Yeah. Um, so I think it was on Blackout. So I made it through most of the playlist on the way to your place. And so that was nice to have it kind of like fresh in my mind since I didn't know the majority of the songs. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool. And yeah. I gotta say, for me, I mean, they were good throughout, but I felt a little bit of a lull in the middle of their set. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess that probably just has more to do with you mean right songs around. I like the most. You mean right around uh, the seventh song they played? 
Oh, I don't have it in front of me. What was the seven? Was that the drum solo? The drum solo. <laughs> the drum solo. Yeah. So drummer does like a really, really long drum solo. And he did this when I saw them back in March in Oakland. But it, I swear it was much longer in Oakland. Uh, probably because they had you know more time because they were headlining or whatever. But I was telling Danny, my theory is that once they found out they were touring with Blink, they were like, or I don't know if you know whose idea it was but it was like drummer is really good he's gonna do like a long drum solo to like appeal to the travis barker yeah fans. yeah which i think it worked people were like pretty people were stoked I mean, the on crowd it. seemed to seem to be pretty stoked on it i get a little bored but i get a little bored with any kind of like solo long thing solo. but i mean obviously yeah. he is like a really really good drummer yeah yeah the thing that that always sort of bums me out about drum solos is everything else has to stop for a drum solo yeah, yeah you know yeah. it's not like guitar solos where like you know you can be doing a guitar solo where everything else is going or like multiple guitars are are going same with bass solo or something like that but drum solos everything has to stop and so that's what kind of bums me out about yeah those Maybe it's a nice break for everybody, though. Probably. But it's funny because I feel like he's probably working the hardest yeah, the whole time. Yeah, because he has <laughs> Anyways, to keep fucking but, going after that. Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, I was listening to, so like uh, Nate and Cody and I were talking about my first band, Out of Line. I don't remember why. And uh, I I remembered that I put it on Bandcamp, so I sent the link. And then I was listening to our first album, or our only album. Um and I totally forgot in the first song, Growing Up Too Fast, there's a drum solo. <laughs> really? Yes. I don't remember that. Yeah. Uh, Justin really wanted to do a drum solo. And so, like, we do oh, basically the whole song. And then it ends with, like, the, the guitar is ringing out and Justin continues to do the solo. And then everybody comes back in after, you know, his two-minute solo or whatever it is, minute Damn. solo. Will you put that in the episode right here? Sure. Yeah, I'll put that in. Awesome. with like a another like guitar solo kind of thing okay yeah that's fun i don't know why i don't remember i listened to that cd over and over and over back in the day, but <laughs> it's finally starting to fade from my mind yeah. i guess yeah i have to say i think we were pretty good there's definitely some songs that i, yeah, I don't like I so. now with 2023 20, goggles on uh, and I was not good at playing ska. Like, I'm not a good, like, I was a rhythm guitarist, but I'm not good at, like, that kind of rhythm. Because you have to have a okay. certain sense of rhythm to play ska. Sure, Because it's yeah. a very, like, rhythmic, like, upstroke or downstroke kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And the there's one song on there that's, like, a fast ska song or whatever, and I keep, I keep changing the rhythm of what I'm playing. Not on purpose, <laughs> either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's pretty funny. I'll have to listen to that. I I haven't listened to it in a very 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 long time. Obviously. Anyway, but, back um, to Turnstile. Their set was great. I I really loved it. And listening to it on the way to your house too, I was like, yeah, 
I don't know why I didn't like this. Yeah. I mean, it's it's <laughs> mostly stuff off the first album, so I should, I feel like I need to go back and listen to the earlier stuff too, right? Yeah. But like the Big Smile was really good. Is Big Smile the really fast one, or was that Fly again? Yeah. No, I think Big Big Smile's the fast. Yeah, one. that song was really good. Fly again was good also. And Holiday was like the perfect ending of the set. Yeah. It was a really good track to end on. Uh, I wish I would have taken like a video of it or something. I, I took a few video. I took one video during the first two bands and then a couple during Blink. Yeah. But how did I? Uh, I finally watched those videos this morning. I was, uh, yeah, laying in bed going through Instagram. Yeah. And I, it, the videos actually sounded better than being there i don't know if it's because like i'm old and my ears are all messed up or what but like the sound was not good it was pretty muddy and like even when they were just talking like i couldn't understand what they were saying for the most part yeah unless except for like when mark did his thing but i think that's because every everything else was quiet Mm -hmm. um but like my ears like can't like pull talking out of a noisy yeah thing no the sound <laughs> sound was really not good uh it, it may have just been our position like up yeah, high on one that, side of the stage they didn't have amps true. so it's not like you know like well, when blink, i went to see blink didn't have amps what's that blink didn't have blink's amps. Didn't. turnstile and and destroy boys had amps. yeah oh yeah that's true um but like when I went to see Elder, I was standing on one side of the stage for most of the time, so I couldn't really hear the guitar on the other side of the stage very well. Uh-huh. And like, I feel like that shouldn't have happened at during Blink's set because they weren't using amps. But like, I couldn't hear the guitar very well. Yeah, which I thought was weird because we were on the side with with uh, Mark, so we were on the bass side. That is that is weird. But it's like we had, I think those were like a huge like rack of speakers hanging in front of us. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if there was the signal was only being sent to the ones on the sides of the stage and then maybe above. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Sound wasn't good. Sound was not great. That's golden one's fault. Yeah. But, um, but turnstile was fucking phenomenal. Um, compared to last time you saw him. Yeah. How, how was that? Last time was cooler cause it felt a little bit looser. Sure. But not in like a sloppy way or anything, mm-hmm. but just they weren't like confined to such a small time slot. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they played more songs. They played more variation of songs. They played Older stuff, stuff. Off, the other, off the other albums, which was cool. Um, the uh, last when I saw them, they opened with Holiday. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, one of the things that I, I'll always remember, I think, is like the intro was playing with the bass and the kind of like tap tapping electronic mm-hmm. sound or whatever. And they all like, you know, were coming to the stage and like the lights were low, but you could still barely see them. And Brendan, the singer, was just like already like just like <laughs> spinning around yeah, yeah, like yeah. like almost like ballet or I love something that spin like, he does it's awesome yeah 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 he's got some moves mm-hmm. that are like fun to watch and look fun like he's having a good yeah. time kind of a thing yeah. but also like he's like probably in like 
you know, the best uh, shape and like, <laughs> yeah. and like they 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 seem like a pretty fit band. Yeah. Like they could all like just be working out together. <laughs> um but yeah i mean like yeah the the show in oakland was was probably better mm-hmm. but that's to be expected the sound was definitely better yeah fox leader is um nice. the, the crowd was you know they were actually better. there to see turnstile <laughs> they were there to see turnstile um and we had better seats so. yeah, yeah but it was cool seeing them mm-hmm. again and seeing them in like what i consider a very weird way so yeah yeah yeah, I would definitely see them again um, if they. Yeah, I'm. I'm wondering how this tour, like touring with Blink, is gonna, yeah, like make them skyrocket, or if nobody's gonna really care. I did see or... those bros that were sitting in front of us. I did see one of them uh, during Turnstile Style set look up Turnstile and like add them on Spotify or whatever that you do. Uh, nice. So. That's cool nice. for, for those there's, bros. There's half a cent for turnstile. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, really, really good set. I would definitely go see them again um, if they came back to SAC. I guess at this point, if they came back to SAC, they would be at Ace of Spades. Ace of Spades, yeah. Yeah, which That'd sort be... of bums me out, but... Yeah, I mean, there's not really anywhere else to play. Every every venue is owned by that same company. So just about. On the way home, I drove past uh, what used to be Bojangles. Oh. It makes me sad because it's just all like fenced up now. There's nothing there anymore. Yeah, it's weird. Well, it actually makes me sadder because it's fenced up. But the way it's fenced up, and there's no cars or anything. You can like see the back patio and stuff oh, now. Oh yeah. And it's like, oh man, it's the patio. Yep. Where I first like got used to the smell of beer and cigarettes <laughs> together. Yeah. And now even though it smells bad, it's like weirdly nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Loved it. I'm a turnstile fan now, apparently, at least of the new album and yeah. Maybe the old ones. I got to go back and listen to the old ones, like I said, and see yeah. how I feel. I think you'll definitely like Time and Space. Yeah. And then the older stuff might be hit or miss for you. I'm but. also curious to listen to other bands that, that these guys have been in, too. Yeah. Did you know? Um, so for a while, Turnstile was considered like a Trapped Under Ice side project oh i've never listened to trapped under ice because the singer was in that band was uh the drummer for that band oh interesting yeah maybe another member i don't know um and then i'm not sure what bands other folks were in but then yeah there's that there's angel oh yeah so brendan's in angel dust Uh, there was a band called dc disorder diamond youth free the birds trapped under ice turnstile Interesting. And Daniel, the drummer. Angel Dust, Diamond Youth, Mindset, Peace, Praise. Oh, he was in Praise. Uh, Sacred Love, and Turnstile. Praise is uh, a, a pretty good band. They sound almost exactly like Embrace. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Uh, Franz, the drum, or the bass player. Looks like he's only, at least on Discogs anyway, only in Turnstile. And then the guitarist is also an Angel Dust. 
I had no idea that that there was the crossover with Angel Dust. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I found. I mean, I think Gabba told me about them too. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, that Angel Dust is good. You should listen. To yeah, that. I really liked that um, album they came out with a couple years ago. The, yeah, um, pretty buff. Pretty buff. <sighs> hey, let's talk about Blink One Eighty Two. Okay. The, is the set list posted? The set yet? list is posted. I've got it up. I guess almost I... almost the same set list as Coachella. With oh really? With a few bonus tracks. Yeah. Okay, I just figured they played a little bit. Yeah, they played a little longer. So nothing. We can. I kind of want to go through track by track, to be honest. But um, okay, we can do that. But. I don't. I th- I'm sure there'll be some that we skip through very, very yeah. quickly. Uh, I thought it was very, and it's not like this. The f- I knew they do this, but coming out to also Sprock Zarathustra, whatever, mm-hmm. however you say that, seems pretty like dumb, dumb cliche. Yeah. Like I feel like a, a, a lot of bands have done that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but whatever. Yeah, that's fine. It doesn't. I mean, it, it's just a pretty quick little thing. That they yeah. do, uh, and then they play Anthem Part Two. Really great song. Yeah, it, I was as they were playing that. I was thinking it, it's weird because I still don't really know that song or that album um, the way everyone else does. Because mm-hmm. you know the entire Golden One Center was, was screaming along, screaming along, and I was like, I don't know the words <laughs> to this one. Uh, uh, but that was actually most of the set. Yeah, yeah. There was most of the time I was like, there would be a like one line or something of a song that I would know, and so I'd right, sing right, to that. Right. Sure. Um, what album is that on? Is that on like that's on Take Off Your Pants, um, Toy Toy Page. Yeah, I like that song. I probably don't know the words super well, but it's a good song. It's an album opener. And I thought they did a pretty good job. They did better th- than when they played it at Coachella. Yeah, Cody and I didn't it go made... to Coachella. We just we watched the live stream. We watched the live stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It made me. Uh, it makes me a little sad because I feel like they moved on because bat. They used to open with Dumpweed every time, oh, which is the opening track yeah. to Enema, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, now people like. Anthem Part Two, mm-hmm. Toy Page, better than that album. So we'll start opening with that one. Yeah, and I think that's just not right. Aww. But you know, yeah, uh, because Toy Page also has the Rock Show on it, which is the next song they played, Blah. and that song sucks Blah. so bad. It's, it sucks and, until until like the very end. The uh, like whatever the refrain is Mm -hmm. which is like kind of catchy or whatever i mean the song is catchy no doubt but it's like it sounds like a middle school band wrote that song yeah it's so dumb it's super Uh, dumb he he i mean what are the first lines like i don't want to be late for a very first date or whatever it's like something like that that's like kindergarten of like pop punk. Fell lyrics. in love with a girl at the rock show. She said what? Mm-hmm. I said I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, that song sucks. That song I sucks. mean, they allegedly or whatever just wrote it to appease the 
the suits. Right, right. Which you can you can tell. Mm-hmm. Because that is like the first thing that would come out of your mouth if you were just or like out of your brain. Yeah. If you're just like, okay, I'm going to write a dumb pop punk song that they can put on the radio. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter how like well written or anything it is. They're going to put it on no matter what. Yeah. So um, punk rock show, better song. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Lyrics are still really dumb for that mm-hmm. one, but at least it has that part where it gets really fast. Yeah. Plus, it's a punk rock show, not just the rock. Yeah. Show. Exactly. And they don't say like saying or... the rock show is so embarrassing. It is. It's like right? the people that put up their their hands like this instead of like this. Yeah. They do yeah. the "I love you" to... instead of the devil horns. Yeah. Going to the rock show. Going to the rock show, bro. I bet those bros in front of us. Uh, said they yeah. were going to a rock show tonight. Probably, probably they said a concert. <laughs> Which, to be fair, it is it a concert. Yeah, it's at an arena. That's I think that's the th- dumb thing about rock. The rock show mm-hmm. is once you're calling something playing rock. Once a band, <laughs> a punk band, is just being known as a rock band, yeah. they're playing concerts. They're playing concerts, not shows. not shows. Exactly. But the rock concert, is even, <laughs> not even as catchy. Embarrassing. Fell in love with the girl at the rock concert. <laughs> Yeah. And then they play Family Reunion, and that song's fucking dumb. Another dumb I, one. I hate it. I hate seeing people wearing that shirt that says the all the swears on it. Yeah. Uh, um, it was a <clears throat> fun... Because this song was on short music for short yeah, people, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's funny in that context. It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in 1999 or whatever, yes, it's funny. In 1999, (laughs) just a, like, pop-punk song that's nothing Mm -hmm. but swears or whatever. Pretty funny, I guess. Playing it in a stadium full of people uh, for 30 years. Yeah. Less less cool. Uh, 25 years, whatever. Is, is, after they played that song, is that when Tom made probably the only funny joke he made all night? About Metallica? Yeah. I wish I could. I didn't, like I said, the sound was bad. I couldn't really understand what he was saying. Yeah. But they they said, like, hey, Sacramento, we're so happy to be here. I'm so glad we're not in San Jose. And then Tom said something about Metallica. So I'm wondering if Metallica was playing the same night in San Jose. Maybe, or like yeah. The, after them or something. But then he, like... <laughs> did a pretty funny Metallica it was good. impression. Yeah. And it was it was kind of nice to see a big band talk shit about another big totally. band. So yeah, the Metallica shit was was funny. It was kind of like <laughs> sounding cuz yeah. you know, it was muffled but yeah. Um maybe we can find video of it. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe somebody'll post it and it'll sound better so we can figure out what they're saying. But yeah, that was funny. And then they played uh, Man Overboard, which is a song I don't really know. Uh, oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's one of my favorite post Enema mm-hmm. song. I mean, it's very, very shortly. Like, it came out right... Oh, no, I guess maybe... It's that era for sure, but I think it showed up on their greatest yeah. hits, which maybe came out after Toy Padge, but... Yeah, I think so. Um, and it has the, like, uh, redone version of Damn It, which is yeah. annoying. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just the drums, but yeah, but yeah, man overboard. It's a good song. Like I, I remember 
when we were watching that live stream, they played it. And I was like, oh, is this one of the new songs? If this is a new song, this is really fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no. I like that song because it's the one point where I feel like they have to acknowledge their existence before Travis because it's sort of about Scott. Yeah. I mean, at this point, they probably don't think about that at all. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Scott Rayner's a cop. He's no longer my favorite drummer of Blink-182. <laughs> <laughs> And then feeling this, feeling this pretty good. I like that. Song. I do like that song a lot. the The people around us were were doing the feeling this part a little too loud for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which was kind of a bummer, but um, yeah. I do love that song. I, mean, I feel like they nailed the harms. That's like the most important thing on that song. Yeah, they were they were nailing the harms, mm-hmm. which was nice. Like that's kind of the one thing that you really want them to do. Lie, I don't know, because it's like if that goes wrong, it's all gonna be bad. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, and that's always like kind of like one of the best things about them when they get to do that. So I'm glad they were doing mm-hmm. it. Um, unless I'm still a little suspicious that there's like other. You know, I know everything is on a click track. Sure. There's definitely there's things that are obviously like nobody is playing because it's like a keyboard or something. Um, And I still think there could be some like vocals thrown in there. And yeah, Um, I've seen on TikTok, which I'm assuming you haven't seen. There's like musicians who will post what their click track is. Along with like live uh-huh. footage, yeah, it's so weird because it's it's oh, like weird. clicking and then it'll say like uh, and change like it'll say things to them oh. too. Damn, that's not that's like exactly what I needed when we were in a band. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I, it's not fair that you have to be probably big to have. Well, probably not anymore. Yeah, because yeah, I would. That's like was always the hardest part because like I don't know, I'm not like musically inclined where it's like just come super easy Mm -hmm. and it like so like i have to be counting the entire time like okay we did that four times now we're doing this um so yeah something like that would be great damn maybe we should start a band start a band again you can buy a one of those things and Mm -hmm. and get it all programmed Uh, we're gonna have to play it i don't know (laughs) if i'm gonna be able to play to a click (laughs) but i'll try yeah uh reckless abandon not bad yeah i like that song that's from there's like a whole group of songs they played i mean there's either the whole show is either songs i like a few songs i don't like and then the rest all kind of get lumped together where it's Mm -hmm. like they're fine um so i guess they did a pretty good job at picking songs because i I, all the ones i think are fine everybody else loved so so Reckless Band is, is Toy Page again. They played, uh, okay. I think it said on here, they played seven Toy Page songs, which was the most okay. of uh, all the yeah. albums. Ah, it's so weird to me yeah. that that's like the big one, but it makes sense. I, th- I feel like uh, Enema was the one that like broke them to the wider rock yeah. world, but like Toy Page brought them beyond that. Yeah. And I know that's just how, like, music works, but it seems weird that, like, 
people didn't get into them through toy page mm-hmm. and then go back and listen to enema and be like this is a better album yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but whatever yeah what are we on here uh, violence oh yeah like violence like i didn't violence. recognize that song until we got to the chorus yeah because they did like didn't they do like some kind of weird intro or something like that to it i don't know i don't know, I don't know. <clears throat> yeah but I don't know. That song's yeah, fine. That, that's one of those songs. Yeah, I don't. I don't love it. About. Same with "Up All Night." Up All Night. What is that? Oh, that's a neighborhood song. Yeah, I didn't recognize that one yeah. at, at all. Yeah, is violence from uh, uh, violence self self entitled or whatever? Like violence, self unentitled. It's from self unentitled. Gotcha. Uh, it's not on. There's a, a Apple Music has like a set list, but uh, it doesn't have that song on it. Oh, because isn't Neighborhoods not on? No, it is. Because no, it has up all night. A, oh, that's right. Whatever. I shouldn't podcast in the morning. <laughs> um, yeah, me too. Uh, up all night. Disappear, Gary. I'm glad yeah, they they about are bringing one. that song out. I always feel like it's a Dude yeah. Ranch song, but I know it's not. Me, I do too. I always. I think it had been Dude around. Ranch. Maybe that's why. It might have been one of the ones that Scott played on. Oh, maybe. Like there were, yeah. there, you know, there's like those few mm-hmm. that handful of songs where there's demos of it with Scott playing on yeah. it. Is let's see, is Dysentery Gary the one that was in the um, on the American Pie soundtrack that came out before Anima? Oh, I don't know. I don't actually, I'm thinking no, but let's, I guess we can fact check that. Mutt. Mutt, yeah. Wait, is that a Dude Ranch song? That doesn't matter. Mutt is, yeah, I think it's a Dude Ranch song. Okay. Um, That's right, because it came out after Dude Ranch, but Scott was out of the band, mm -hmm. so it's weird because that song's playing, but Travis is in the movie. But I feel like, I don't know, I'm trying to think back to the Blink-155 episode, and I feel like... It's a song that had been around for a while. Um, yeah. That's why it sounds better. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, great fucking song. I love that song. I also love Dumpweed, even though it's Dumpweed. sort of problematic. Problematic? Uh, yeah, no, it definitely, yeah. It definitely is, but it's man, it's a good, fun song. And it could be worse. I sure. Mean, it's not like racist or violent yeah or yeah yeah just a little <laughs> little sexist and misogynistic maybe i don't know yeah yeah no that's it's no good but uh but yeah so that was that was tight mm-hmm. and then they had to play their new song they played a new song edging i couldn't believe how many people were loving it singing along, loving it loving it that that uh, woman next to us was like screaming yeah, out like of key to at the top of her lungs the song she loved yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's wild i don't know how music works I these days i guess maybe there's a lot of people there and that was like their introduction to them because it's like maybe the algorithm fed it to them on youtube and everything else i don't know i think people just really um, like blink 182 because they both of them yeah. seem to be fans of the newer stuff because whenever they would play the older songs they weren't yeah. as excited about it. 
yeah. But yeah, when they yeah. were playing like violence and reckless abandon and stuff like that, they were uh, or, or like um, that California song that they played. I think they were yeah more excited about it. Yeah, music music weird, is man. weird. Music is weird. Uh, I don't understand these Gen Zs. I know. I know. I'm being very like self-centric where it's like, well, I, I stopped liking it. <laughs> so how could these thousands of people like them after yeah. that? Uh, Doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. So yeah, edging. And then aliens uh, exist. And then aliens exist. Why'd they have to break up that I know. song run of Enema songs with, with edging? And even like... Put edging right before Happy Holidays, you bastard. So you get Dysentery Gary, Dumpweed, Alien Suggest, and then Cynical, which is a pretty good song. Yeah, yeah, that would have been that would have been tight. Alien Exists was funny because Tom said I was right about mm-hmm. UFOs, which was pretty yep. good. That song is so fucking great. I yeah. love it so much. It's good. I yeah. Um, between Dumpweed and Aliens Exist, I think that that was like the sort of apex of the of the show. For yeah, me. yeah. It's too bad they broke it up with Edge. Yeah. but like at least that song is short. Songs I I felt the most excited about. Um, oh man, looks like they've been playing "Don't Leave Me" also, but they didn't play <sighs> it for us. Yeah, why didn't they? That's what was missing. Said so they had to play fucking edging did they not play that the night before um let me check like what did they did they drop something the night before San to Jose. play oh they played ghost in the on the dance floor in San Jose no they played that last night did too. they yeah you couldn't tell by the visuals of the ghosts dancing on oh that's what song that was (laughs) so much of their like you know visual display with animations and stuff is like so on the nose Mm -hmm. uh no it looks like i guess then last night or the night before set was pretty much the same didn't even do anything special for san diego like what the fuck well i mean there was the 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 joking oh, around yeah. they did that that Mark recapped for yeah, us. That was fucking great. That was stupid. Yeah. Not even worth repeating. Hey, where are we? They played cynical after that, a song cynical. I absolutely didn't recognize, but uh, sounded pretty good. Oh yeah, cynical. I was saying is like, I think the best Matt Skiba era. And, like, better than a lot of the stuff from, like, neighborhoods and mm-hmm. stuff, in my in my opinion. Uh, and it was, it sounded pretty good with Tom. Yeah, yeah. Singing it. Did, um, uh, that was a, a Mark song with the other version of the band, right? Well, it's Mark starts it and then Skiba comes Oh, in okay, and okay. The, and does the kind of, like, yelly mm-hmm. part. Which is what made it cool. Yeah. Remember that episode of 155 they found because like before the album came out and they were posting like studio footage, they posted just like a five second clip of Skiba doing the uh, what's the point of saying sorry. Oh, now? and then like a bunch of people like speculated and would like 
write a whole yes, song yes, based yes. around that five seconds <laughs> of vocals. Oh man, fandom is fucking weird, man. Yeah, super weird. Yeah, but yeah, that was a good song. I, I dug it. It's a good one. And then uh, also just as dumb as playing uh, Family Reunion, they played Happy Holidays, You Bastard. Twice, Twice, kind of. Yeah. Although it's a pretty another pretty quick. One. It's a short song. It's better, I guess, than uh, the other one that I just said. It's better than yeah. Family Reunion. Reunion. Yeah. Uh, and it was cool. They played it really fast that second time. I guess. You know, I like yeah, fast stuff. Cool. But yeah. And then. And then they played "Stay Together" for the kids. Uh, Is this when? Travis got lifted into the air during this song, maybe? No, I think it was during Down. Down? Because I thought, we'll talk about that when we get to Down. So yeah, Stay Together for the Kids. I really, really like that song. Yeah, I like that one That song is really great. It's just so, like like, uh, Mark said, it's very emo. Yeah, I feel like it's one of their most, like, truly emo sounding songs. Other than, like, the lyrics are, like, basic as well well, yeah sure there's still some emotion there and uh the the visuals on that one were very very corny yeah they're most of them were corny adam's song which we'll talk about that when we get there that was like the least corny in my opinion yeah 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 because it just kind of looked like the music video yeah and then they played always what is that song oh that's a um yeah uh Self unentitled, which yeah. I don't. It's all right. It's not my favorite. Yeah, I don't. Those songs are the most like just like alternative rock mm-hmm. sounding kind of stuff. Um, and then they play down. I don't like that song. The chorus is so fucking boring. Is that a chorus or like a refrain where Mark's just going down, 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 down? See, I thought yeah. they were gonna lift him up and then. When Mark is doing the down, 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 they were going to bring him down. but That would have been better. Um, I kind of like that song. Um, I feel like the verses yeah. are good. I just don't like that, that down, down, down part. I feel like that needed some more time in the oven or whatever. Yeah, I like it because it's like the one, it's almost, it's almost like a lo-fi sure, sure. thing. Uh, I feel like... The lifting Travis up, Travis's platform up really high was, uh, it kind of overstayed it well. It's welcome. It was, yeah, we talked about this a little bit last night. It seemed pretty arbitrary of when they lifted him up. And then he stayed up there for like five, five, five songs, five yeah, songs yeah. or something. It was, And he, he didn't do like an amazing drum solo or mm-hmm. anything during that time. Like... It seemed kind of pointless. It seemed like they were like, this is something that people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drummers do. All of the like Um, stage things felt very like, oh, I guess we're going to do this now. Like on on one song, maybe it was Dumpweed or something. They brought out the like blow up version of like a ambulance. Yeah, I liked all that stuff. I mean, I think it was two came out at one point. Sorry, I'm moving around. I got to plug in. So if that noise starts right now, that's that okay, is why. Okay. okay. Um, 
Yeah, I liked the inflatable things, mm-hmm. not because I thought they were like cool or whatever, but like it's just like something dumb that you don't see. Yeah happen a lot anymore that i feel like used to be a thing where there would be like stage yeah. props and um like the flying pig mm. and i don't know like iron maiden sure, sure. stuff and i guess it's I better know, than it's... just the giant word fuck behind them like yeah totally so. oh and lots of like pyrotechnics that yeah. was weird like i mean i guess it's cool it's funny how like how much the audience reacts yeah, and it. just like loves when there's like fireworks or or confetti yeah. or whatever or just <laughs> like, fire that that got like the biggest yeah. reactions of the night is when those confetti cannons yeah. went off. Um, that's pretty funny. So the masses are so easily <laughs> so basic. <laughs> We're at bored to death. Bored to death. Uh, Another another California really? song, probably the second best California song, which is why they only played those two. The song was really good, um, yeah. And I thought um, Tom did a good job. Like I didn't, it didn't occur to me at the time until we talked about it later that oh yeah, this is a Matt song that Tom is now yeah. singing. Um, yeah, this is the one where I'm like eighty five percent sure they were still playing Matt Skiba backup vocals through the speakers oh okay interesting yeah it was weird uh because i don't know the tom tom did manage to like sing a little bit deeper like Mm -hmm. matt on this one so maybe but it sounded like too much like there were too many there was like three too many voices going on during the the uh parts i do wonder after watching them play now, I do wonder if there's another guitar like off stage. I don't think it'd be somebody playing it live. I think it would just be something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Playing, playing with the click click. Cause track. I feel like it, I would look at him, especially when it came up on the big monitor, he would be strumming, but it wouldn't sound exactly like I would expect the strumming to look. If that makes sense. Yeah. I noticed that too. I kind of chalked it up to there being like a half second delay mm-hmm. or something. So like when it seemed like his hand should be at another yeah, place. Yeah, that was, could be true. I'll, you know, I don't know. But I don't know. Um, Wouldn't put it past yeah. him. And then they played everyone's favorite song. I miss you. Yeah, I miss you. I was glad they played it so everybody could get it out of their system. Yep. I wish they would have played, they it, played it like, Yeah. <laughs> the guys, the dudes in front of us who were annoying and we kept kind of being annoyed by, but by the end of the show, I told Danny, like, I feel like they just needed a outlet to, to like hug on their bros yeah. and their, you know, expel some masculine energy and and feel okay with like putting their arm around their their friends yeah yeah (laughs) Uh, because they were doing a lot of that during i guess it was all the small things but like it was that one the most annoying guy Mm -hmm. was really going like wild he was going nuts it was like he was like spinning around and like pointing and stuff and like oh man it's it's very funny it's funny when people like turn to their friend in the next seat and are like singing in each other's faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's also like high fives and stuff too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I miss you. It's a, it's okay. It's fun. Like it's, it's not a bad song or anything. It's just like the one. It is like a super, I mean, remember they talked about it on 155. Like it's the structure of that song is so weird. Mm -hmm. It is. Mark, Mark does a verse and then Tom does a verse and then they just sing. I miss you (laughs) for like four minutes or whatever. Um, uh, it's got a good like breakdown bridge part too. I feel like a lot of their songs do. Yeah. But yeah. and then that's when they did where are we? Hold on. Oh no, that's not. Yeah, I, I got mixed up. Yeah. So after they played I Miss You, that's when I sat down. Uh and then Mark started talking about um like his, having cancer or whatever and how yeah, I, I thought the way he was talking and just their reputation, I thought this was going to be a joke. Like the way he's like, all right, we're going to play a song that means a lot to mm-hmm. me. And like, you know, from when I was, you know, I was having a real hard time in life and I thought they were going to play like <laughs> family reunion their, again, like f- fart jokes or yeah. whatever. And then, then he yeah, started talking about like, you know, I wrote it when I like didn't know if I wanted to go on. And then now a couple years ago I had can't, you know, he started yeah. talking about his cancer diagnosis and I didn't realize it was stage four. Oh yeah. I don't uh, think I did either. Either. So, um, yeah, that was like, he brought it down a little bit. Yeah. It was a little bit sobering. Um, but yeah, then they played Adam's oh, song. They played Adam's song. Danny's favorite. It's my favorite, man. I love it so much. I know people don't like the yeah. apple juice line, but it, every time I get to that line and I'm singing along, I like start to well up a little bit. No, I think that line is is great because I probably have said it before. That's what like makes it specific and personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the please tell mom this is not her fault. Like, oh. mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a good song. I think. I don't know. I'm not as affected by it because I I have always been a little bit cynical about sure. it, feeling like it was like I don't know, whatever. And, it's a good song for sure. And uh, the the other line, sixteen just held such better days. I believe yeah. this line. I think is really good. Yeah. Uh, I would s- still, I think, be down to get get a tattoo of that. Oh man! But I probably won't. Yeah. Forty one years old, and I don't have any tattoos. I'm, not going to start with the Blink-182 lyric. I, yeah, I was going to say, I won't let you get let that be the first <laughs> <tattoo>. <laughs> uh, um, But yeah, the visuals for this one was just like Polaroid mm-hmm. frames, but then they had videos playing yeah. in it, which I liked a lot because it was like old, old footage and old flyers and stuff. Yeah. Like I noticed like a flyer for a band, uh, for a show they played with like, uh, 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 shit. What's that band that the guy from Op Ivy was was in the drummer oh schlong oh maybe i'm thinking of a different band anyways or uh, you know there's like a vandals flyer oh, yeah. that they were opening for the vandals and um, they did that in sack um that was cool and then like old tour footage and mm-hmm. stuff from the the good old days so that was nice i feel like that's not exactly like it's the same sort of like sentiment or not sentiment but like it's the same like vibe of like nostalgia and like looking back uh-huh. but it doesn't really align with adam's song that well but well what yeah, else are they yeah. gonna do for visuals yeah. for that song and it's just like the music video does kind of the same thing right right, right so yeah they played ghost on the dance floor i didn't recognize it at all 
Yeah, I kind of didn't recognize it until I saw the obvious the, like footage cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought it was. I mean, it was obviously. I thought it was a song I didn't recognize, or maybe just a new song. But yeah, um, it's funny they they're supposedly recording an album now mm-hmm. that's supposedly gonna be out pretty soon, right? Mm-hmm. And the, all anyone has heard still is is edging. Yeah, and um, a lot of uh, think- talk of how it's the best thing they've ever recorded. Really? That's what they are saying. Uh, oh, the album. Yeah. 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 That's, well, of course. I feel like they said that. that about nine also. And we all heard yeah. that. <laughs> or we didn't. Notice how they didn't play anything off of it. Yeah, they didn't play anything off of nine. Um, or, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Ghost on the Dance Floor. Who gives a shit? Yeah. And then they get to the... The other big singles. Yep. Starting with What's My Age Again. Three in a row. Four Four in a row, row, yeah. Uh, Because What's My Age Again, they pretended was going to be their last song. I do respect them for doing doing the thing where they say, this is our last one. We promise we're not going to play anymore after this. And then as soon as it's over, they just play three more songs. No encore bullshit. or anything. Yeah. Yeah, What's My Age Again. Uh, was was cool. Yeah, a lot of people. I never liked it. Liked that I think, song, but I think I would like it more if it wasn't like so you know huge. Or yeah, maybe. But I remember being real excited when it because that was the first single mm-hmm. that showed up on the radio, and like that's like something that will never happen again. Where like there's a band you like, and then you hear. I mean, you will because they now they just release it straight to the internet. But mm-hmm. it was just it used to be a special thing. Where it's like, oh man, a new song is playing on the radio that like you haven't heard. Before. Oh, sure, sure, sure. And there's like no way to hear it except for they're playing mm-hmm. on the radio. Um, yeah, that's true. So that's a good my point. age again. Then the other. Do you think first date is worse than the rock show? No, first date has a good chorus. Um, I can't remember it right now, but I remember last night thinking, uh, this chorus is pretty good. Let's, I'm going to play it really quick. All right. Yeah, it's got a yeah. it's got a fun course. I it's, like the stops. It's basic, but it's yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fun, totally. There's nothing fun about rock show. Yeah, and first date also has the "I'll never forget you" or right uh, at the end that sort of refrain. yeah yeah. Or is it "I'll never forget this"? I don't know what the one. Forever and ever. Let's make this last forever. Forever and ever. Let's make this last forever. Let's just listen to the or whole maybe song. I'm, actually, I think I think I'm I might be getting it mixed up. I think maybe Rock Show has the thing I'm talking oh. about. Where's Rock? Yeah, the, he says I'll never forget tonight. Oh, uh, first date is still better. Uh, I agree. But it still sucks. <laughs> but it still sucks. Oh, and they do the stupid like Ramones intro. 
Which is yeah, I mean, I was ex- kind of excited for a second. Like, are they going to do a Ramones cover? Oh yeah. Um, and it's cool that they it was like the hey ho let's go that was obvious, mm-hmm. but they started with Pinhead, yeah. which is a little less obvious. So that was sort of exciting yeah, yeah. for a second, but it, it was dope. yeah. Uh, and then all the small things, all the small things. So you know. I kind of, last night, I feel like I kind of got it. I kind of got why everybody yeah. loves that song. It might have just been everybody singing mm-hmm, along and mm-hmm. me singing along and everything. But it's a dumb, like, it doesn't make sense. But it's real catchy. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think the choruses are pretty mm-hmm. good. It's kind of basic and boring, but the choruses are good. And that's what really grabs people anyway, so... Yeah. Unlike the last song we played, which we can agree is one of the, or I can, I don't know if you agree, but it's one of the best. Yeah. Despite it being the one that broke them. Damn it. I never stopped liking Damn It. Yeah. Damn It has always, always been a good song. It's a lot of fucking fun and it's a great closer. One thing that annoys me, and they do this throughout their set is they do the thing where they sing it just a little bit different Mm -hmm. the whole time. And that bums me out. Like just you, what are you trying to do? (laughs) Just play like the album. So everyone can sing along and you're not confusing. people. Yeah. Don't like, I don't, well, maybe it's because like on the album, he's actually kind of yelling, which is funny when you think like, when you realize like, Oh, that, that song was like, he was kind of going hard on this <laughs> or whatever. But, like, I feel like you can still sing it that uh-huh. way without, like, the vocal strain or whatever. Yeah. Um, I just feel like maybe get bored and want to change it up. It's like when we would go, like, every once... If we haven't in the last several years, but we would go to, like, Brandy's parents' church for a Christmas mm-hmm. thing or whatever mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve, and they would, like do these weird like arrangements of like classic Christmas songs that have been around for like 300 years <laughs> or whatever and like change the way they sound. And it's like, what are you doing yeah. this? The, the great thing about Christmas songs is everybody knows them. Everybody can sing them. And like, <laughs> they like anyways. swing up jingle bells or something. Oh no. I mean, I'm talking like silent night oh, or some okay. sort of whatever. <laughs> um, silent night, but, but we uh, wrap it. <laughs> yeah that's what i'm that's what I'm <laughs> anyways damn it damn it's great it's we'll i really wish they wouldn't do like a a random pop song in the on the bridge oh like right, he, right they right. did i agree the taylor swift one that was i've he did that before right is that what he did at coachella that's what he did at coachella i think that's what he's been doing this tour it didn't it sounded like he kind of messed it up too like it didn't even, yeah sound that like good it's, uh, mildly funny i guess and it's probably the closest i'll ever get to seeing taylor swift because that's probably never gonna happen <laughs> i mean they've been doing it forever yeah pretty much forever like i I'm wonder if they sure... did it uh i'm gonna look up when they played at eldorado saloon because that's on youtube i wonder if they did it oh then. right 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 i think they did because i think i watched it but they definitely did it at when I saw him in Modesto or mm-hmm. whatever in 1998 or 99 or... Uh, I don't know when that was. Yeah, there's an ad for the Barbie movie. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, pretzel. Yeah. 
with pretzels. Man, you don't have YouTube Pro no, or whatever? No, I don't. Dude, it is, it's a life changer. Yep. So yep. When was that? 1997? 1997. So 26 years yeah. ago. <laughs> Always doing it. it. It's a tradition. Yeah. yeah. But that's like such a cool song, part of the song. I know. It is. Like you're messing up like a cool instrumental bridge. Yeah. But anyway. I guess there's no organ to make it super yeah, cool. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I like that Setlist FM includes the song. Oh, Deftones? Played on the PA afterwards, yeah. back to school. I noticed that in San Jose, they played a song that was specific to San Jose. Do You Know the Way to San Jose by Burt Bert Bacharach, uh, the okay. Dionne Warwick yeah, yeah, version. Yeah. So maybe they do that, yeah. like, they pick a song that has Their to way do of with... Pandering. Yeah. yeah, they do that. So yeah, they have a... They did a T-shirt specifically for each night of the tour, which was kind of cool. And the sack one had their name in purple on the front. And then on the back, it had the like blink bunny sitting on a throne wearing a crown like a a king. And I was telling Danny how like it's kind of sad that that's the only thing Sacramento (laughs) is like known for nationally that like people could think of. Um, it would have been cool, like if they go if they went city to city and they picked like a cool band from that city and did like a parody, like a like oh, a Blink yeah. One Eighty Two shirt in the Deftones font, or yeah, yeah, yeah. you that know would, something that like that. Cool. I think that would have been cooler. Or even just like have done a like make the rabbit wearing like Dickies. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> and, yeah, 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 and. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that would have been would cool. Have been, that, that would have been yeah, cool. Yeah, Dickies and a seven-string guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we went home. Well, no, we didn't we go home. home. We no. walked a few blocks, smelled some some delicious Well, first we sausages. were trapped in Golden One for oh, a while. Yeah. That took forever to get out of they, there. Again, they, it's like hard to get out. They were like... They don't care about the pores that are up in the top top rows real real concerned about fire safety when it comes to half of my leg being in the aisle <laughs> but when it comes to people exiting the building they just let it all stop yeah. so you're in a huge crowd at the top of stairs yep. <clears throat> that was dumb uh, yeah then we went outside walked past some sausages that smelled really good yep. Lots of people talking, saw a woman walking, holding her high heels mm-hmm. and her sock feet. Uh, Heard uh, one of the best offspring songs coming from a motorcycle. <laughs> stuck in my head the rest yeah. of the night. That was fun. What is that song? The Kids Are Not Alright? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. I think so. So fucking good. And my wife picked me up. Picked us picked up. Picked us up. Just like the good old yeah. days. And then the best part of the night, we had Marie's yeah. dance. I had a maple bar and some orange juice, and it was so good. That seems like such a bad combo. It was delicious. What are you talking about, huh. okay. Mr. Chocolate Milk? Maple maple and orange? I don't know. It's a donut and orange juice. What do you want? <laughs> I want 
a donut and chocolate milk. Uh, yeah, it was fun, man. Pretty fun. It was very fun. Even like I was annoyed a little bit with the bros right in front of us. I was annoyed that either someone was smoking cigarettes in there or somebody had been smoking. But it kind of, it smelled like because it would like get in my mask, you know, and just kind of like hang there. Yeah. So it smelled yeah. like someone was was smoking. Smoking. Because like every once in a while it smelled like weed and that doesn't bother me. Uh, the way cigarette smoke smoke does. Yeah, cigarettes way worse. So, but Destroy Boys were fine. Turnstile was fucking great, and Blink was good. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Yeah. Uh, All right, and that's it. That's Thanks it. for listening to this real exciting review of the Blink One. <laughs> 82 concert. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Bye, everybody.